1: But I think the development of full artificial intelligence
2: will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I don't know if it was a rocket or whatever, but incredibly fast, or all the direction. They would be fast to be an I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. of Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. You said to the internet has
1: become the command center for criminals and terrorists. One, 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 I, I need
2: my help, please, please, help me! I think it's why I let it happen. You know, that's, that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep
3: under the ground. The alien kept deep under the ground.
4: this. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show's live. We get together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal the government academia 24 hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down like i said this show's live we are broadcasting live on the fringe fm we are streaming on rockfin live youtube and twitter and of course as always we're taking your phone calls as part of this conversation like i always say this is less of a show more of a conversation and that's what we're here to do uh, i have as you as you are all aware i have no secret insiders i have no insight into anything except i read a lot of the news i watch twitter i watch reddit i watch different things that's it that's it it's nothing special other than well there's a lot of things to talk about and so we're going to talk about them that's what we always do and uh, as part of that like i said uh, none of the insiders and all the rest of that uh, as far as information goes but i do have you uh meaning that the secret weapon of this show has always been you because uh, think about it in terms of the media, the mass media, and all the rest of this, it's a uh, it's an issue, right? It's an issue with uh, censoring things. It's an issue with uh, uh, just just considering that we are, um being led astray uh by lots of things lots of people lots of uh interests powers that be lots of the the billionaire class would uh, rather you know buy a newspaper like the washington post for instance of course owned by jeff bezos by the way uh they'd rather buy a newspaper to sway public opinion than of course try and make a good case all right so they buy a newspaper they tell us lies, uh, you know, thinly coated with, uh, you know, some some sugary sweet. You're going to get some things because you believe me. And, well, uh, then there's still lies, right? There's still lies. And this is, this is the world we live in. And that's why it's called a post-truth world, right? The post-truth world. Well, uh, no longer. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to buy the propaganda BS. You don't have to do any of that. You just have to be you right as part of uh, just being you in society you have to make up your own mind you also have to uh, just uh, just pay attention right just pay attention I do understand there's a lot of information out there that's contradictory right and that's really what kind of got me interested in these types of topics because right in the old days you would pull something up about oh I don't know let's say aliens and you know there would be people just swearing up and down left and right hey by the way there are aliens right and then you then you go you know check out some scientific papers and listen to neil degrasse tyson and guys like this and they're like nope nope no aliens there are no aliens and so you're like, well, okay, so what what's what's really going on here, right? Is there isn't there? What is this all about? And that's just one example. You could pull it up for what? GMOs, you could pull it up for oh, I don't know, oil, big oil, you could you know, big pharma, right? Like w- literally on and on and on and on. You could find literally opposing, binary, contradictory information about pretty much any topic you ever pull up, all right? Ever, no matter what. And that's the world we live in. It's the post-truth era. And so as part of that, right, uh, I, I'm done. I am done with that mainstream garbage, and I'm just going to decide for myself. And I'm going to I'm going to look at the things and still use a critical eye, a critical mind, uh, but I'm, I'm done. I'm done living in their world, and I'm ready to start living in my own. And that's what this show is about. This show is about about you and your reality and us together and that uh, you don't have to buy the political BS claptrap that they always try and stuff down your throat and tell you that you hate your neighbor. You just don't have to. All right. And that's what this show's about. And so that's my long winded way of saying we can agree or disagree and still get along. And I truly believe that. And I've proved it. I've proved it. There's lots of people that disagree with me or agree with me or both or somewhere in between. It doesn't matter. Right. But we still talk to each other every night. We still get together and have uh, discussions that sort of get the mind working, uh, sort of make you face uh, what, what should be your own reality, but uh, the, you know, the technocrats and the governments and all this stuff, the militaries, they're all trying to change your mind. And if they were honest about it, all they'd have to do is make a good case, right? That's all you have to do. If you're being honest, you have to make a good case. Well, if you're not, you have to buy newspapers, okay? And you have to spin information. You have to leave out critical details. You have to lie, right? Well, why? Why not just make a good case? It's pretty simple, isn't it? So anyway, with that good case and with all of that said... I invite you to join the show. If you can hear me anywhere out there tonight, uh, you are welcome to join the show by dialing this phone number 702-957-1037 That's 702-957-1037 You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org That's the official website of this show and the Discord link is there, the phone number is there, all the social media is there This show is streaming on that website as a matter of fact and you can go uh, just check it out. Please check it out Uh, Discord, by the way, is a chat client. It's a voice client, and it is one of those things that's just a a, a beautiful piece of software. Like I said, uh, we are not sponsored in any way, shape, or form by Discord, but it's so great that we have to mention it, and it's a great way to build communities. It's a great way to share ideas, and it is free completely 100% free. Go to, uh, again, TroubledMinds.org, click the Discord link, or go to fringe.fm slash chat. Discord's one program that's just two different chat rooms, and uh, just come say hi. Lots of fantastic people out there, and uh, that's what we're doing. So if you want to be part of it, that's how you do it, and let's go. So so this is what's happening, right? Um, as, As you guys know, I always watch news cycles very closely because it is part of what this show's about. It's, it's about propaganda and all those other things. But, of course, aliens. Well, guess what is in the news? Yeah. That's right. You guessed it. Uh, probably pretty much every day if you want to really dig deep enough. But uh, it's, it's rare to me that something interesting about aliens is in the news. Well, it's in the news today. So let's check it out. Uh, let's, uh, as always, right, I link my sources. You can find all this stuff already pre-posted on YouTube. So if you want to follow along or make sure I'm just not full of it, uh, you're more than welcome to. Go check out these sources and you can see exactly where I got this information from. So this is from livescience.com. And this is from today well yesterday sorry one day ago and this got me thinking right we talk about aliens a lot on this show you know not like a lot a lot like some of the shows out there that talk about them every damn night no a lot meaning more than oh i don't know don lemon (laughs) probably more than sean hannity we talk about aliens more than those guys but okay here we go from live science uh this this is the conversation that kind of piqued piqued my interest because we do talk about aliens decently often and uh we kind of allude to this a lot, but have never really talked about this in general or let's say in specific terms, just going right at it. And here's, here's one that came out by Martin Rees, R-E-E-S. And the headline is this, why extraterrestrial intelligence is more likely to be artificial Then, biological. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Meaning, well, uh, a lot of things. Uh, It means a lot of things, doesn't it? And it leads to a lot of uh, of angles, a lot of ways to kind of follow this and chase it down. So we can start with uh, just the generic conversation of here, um, meaning, all right, uh, if there's aliens out there, whether you believe it or not, let's just, again, suspend our disbelief, drink a little bit of maybe juice, as we call it, and consider the aliens are out there. All right. So if they were... How is it, how likely is it that they were going to be biological, right? Like we've been told, you know, the ETI, the extraterrestrial intelligence is a thing, but is it a biological thing? Is it a dimensional thing or, or very much like the Borg from Star Trek, is it a biomechanical thing? where, of course, evolution, right? We talk about evolution sometimes on this show as well, and science and genetics and some of that stuff. But what about evolution in particular? Uh, is it Are we literally just sort of be going from, let's say, again, we're going to just accept these things as facts. I know there's a lot of people don't believe in a lot of things we're saying, space in particular, evolution, all this other stuff, fine. We're going to take it at face value and drink some of the maybe juice and consider this as true. And then from there... Is it possible that we are actually evolving not just from, let's say, a non-sentient pile of goo billions of years ago, as we're told, from lucky mud, as it were, uh, to not just maybe ascending consciousness, but what if the actual ascension of that consciousness is a, an evolutionary step into the biomechanical suit, as it were? And that's what we're talking about. That's uh, that's what's on my mind tonight, especially regarding this. Uh, again, the headline from this article is, Why Extraterrestrial Intelligence is More Likely to be Artificial Than Biological. And so let's consider it. Let's figure why this may or may not be a thing. And uh, what are your ideas? So tonight we're going to talk about aliens, okay? And so aliens specifically in this sense, all right? Uh, why are the, is extraterrestrial intelligence, ETI, more likely to be artificial than biological? And that's the question. That's what's on my mind. But of course, as you know, this show basically goes where you want it to go because it's our show. It's not my show. This is our show. I've always said you're invited to be on here. You don't have to be Linda Moulton Howe or Richard Dolan. You just have to be you. And you have to be interested. And you have to be, you know, we can laugh at ourselves, but you have to be semi-serious, you know, uh, to kind of have like a, a, a philosophical conversation about aliens, as it were. Uh, that's all. You just have to be you. don't have to have a blog or any of the rest of that. So anyway, what are your thoughts on this? Now, we'll get into what some of this article says and all the rest of this as we go. But one one of the main things that we've heard in the UFO mythology, okay, is that aliens themselves... The gray aliens in particular, which you see everywhere. You see them on X-Files, you see them in Stargate, you see them everywhere. Like pop culture has these things everywhere, these gray aliens, right? Everybody knows them. The big head, the big eyes, uh, maybe short, you know, four feet tall, something like that. You know, they say there's short ones and there's tall ones and there's gray ones and there's green ones and there's a mix and they're all that, right? Right. But many of the accounts, uh, including right uh, some of the abduction phenomena that we've seen um, people describe as you know actually being taken into a flying saucer or whatever, abducted, as it were, have described these gray entities, these gray aliens, as having some sort of cold feel to them, like they, they are less organic in the sense that when they lock eyes with these things, it's more like locking eyes with a machine. More like uh, some sort of, um, uh, you know, Roomba. Well, alien Roomba. I always like to go back to the Roomba, right? But but some sort of alien something that's not not warm. It seems to be a cold, icy gaze, all right, that comes from these extraterrestrials, these grays. And so as a result, I, I, you know, some of this, uh, people have described these, these gray aliens or entities as not fully organic. All right. Uh, Meaning there's some sort of hybrid. There's some sort of, um, maybe it's a biological hybrid. Maybe it's a mechanical hybrid. Maybe it's a mix of all of those things. And that's what's on my mind tonight. The question here is this. If that's the case, and we're just going to start with the gray aliens as an example, but if that's the case, and you say, hey, look, biologically speaking, these gray aliens are not What about all the rest of the aliens? You know, we've talked about uh, clearly you need some sort of like super exotic propulsion to get from here to there. We're talking like light years, thousands of light years away type thing, which is an unbelievable amount of time to travel in some sort of stasis in deep space, even if you were biological. Uh, or uh, a biomechanical of sorts, and you could plug into the wall and have some sort of, you know, deep space power that, you know, kept you alive from here to there for 10,000 years type of thing. It just doesn't seem very efficient. It doesn't seem like that's the most logical way to do things. So, well, what does that mean? It probably means a lot of things. It probably means that, uh, well, maybe the idea of biomechanical hybrids isn't really that far-fetched. If we're talking about different types of propulsion, exotic propulsion, wormholes, maybe using suns as power sources to um, warp, warp drive, like in Star Trek, that type of thing. I don't know. So, so as we go and talk about this tonight, uh, I want to know what you think. If if you were uh, to to put a bet down on what aliens actually are, do you think they would be organic? Flesh and blood, as it were. Or do you think they'd be some sort of hybrid, some sort of biomechanical, um, something like this, or something else entirely? And I think that's the question tonight. So we're going to kind of tackle the biomechanical angle and why it's maybe or more likely that that would be the case. But again, right, just because we're kind of tackling that angle doesn't mean we can't take it in any other direction you want to go. So I've got some ideas on what these things might be, these uh, gray aliens, and why this biomechanical thing is possibly the next step in our human evolution. So we can look at that tonight and talk about this stuff and all the rest. But if you want to be part of this conversation, you guys know the drill. 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and you can find the discord link at troubledminds.org all right all right i think that's probably sufficient let's go let's go to this article again by Life science written by an individual by the name of martin rees r-e-e-s and here it is is there intelligent life elsewhere in the universe it's a question that has been debated for centuries if not millennia But it is only recently that we've had an actual chance of finding out with initiatives such as SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, using radio telescopes actively to actively listen for radio messages from alien civilizations. Uh, What should we expect to detect if these searches succeed? And again, this uh, individual from this article, Martin Rees, says, my suspicion is that it is very unlikely to be Little Green Men, all right. which of course is those gray aliens we were talking about, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Don't you worry. We'll get to gray aliens. But he suspects it won't be that. He says this, Something I speculated about at a talk at a Breakthrough Listen conference, which is a SETI project. Again, search for extraterrestrial intelligence. He says this, Suppose there are other planets where life began and that it followed something like a Darwinian evolution, uh, which, of course, needn't be the case. We're just kind of using the models we know, et cetera, so on. Then he continues. Even then, it's highly unlikely that the progression of intelligence and technology would happen at exactly the same pace as Earth. All right. I can buy that. That makes sense to me. And then here we go. He continues. If it lagged significantly behind, then that planet would plainly reveal no evidence of extraterrestrial life to our radio telescopes. But around a star older than the sun, life could have had a head start of a billion years or more. And so that's, what's, that's where this begins tonight. What, what does evolution look like once you get past the flesh and blood stage? We've talked about this as uh, you know, Elon Musk and Neuralink and those types of things, maybe consciousness ascending. But what happens when arms and legs are no longer mm, desirable and they need to be bionic arms and legs? Or who knows? Maybe your legs are removed and you're replaced with tank treads or something, right? Like maybe that's what this evolution is leading us to. Of course, uh, you know, you're going to have to get people there kicking and screaming because, well, you know, I was born with these legs. I don't want you to take them and replace them with tank treads. I'm sorry very much, uh, but I'm sorry, not sorry. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of people will jump onto this, right? And they will be interested in this sort of um, next level of evolution. When we take over evolution, ta- just take it over into our own hands. We're like psh Darwinian stuff. That's for monkeys, right? We're people. And so suddenly, instead of that, we're going to start replacing limbs and even organs with synthetics, with what? Metal, plastics, polymers, what kind of stuff? Hybrids type of uh, type of things, right? And so if that's the case with us, and it's literally around the corner, it is like right there. Like we're, we're literally, like within our lifetime, we're going to be replacing not like organ transplants from like donors. It's going to be like transplants grown in a lab with some sort of bioplastic and then just swapped out, already has your DNA signature, ready to go. You swap the organ out, boom, just like changing an alternator on a car, right? That's where we're headed. And it's coming in our lifetime. And so not only that, if you take that and then you move to the next step again. So we're talking about organs, right? You, you can replace that stuff. Uh, and then we'll, we'll live for a, a hell of a long time, okay? And then, of course, you get arms and legs, less efficient. Uh, replace it with, you know, Colossus arms from the X-Men and tank treads. And there you go. We're all like like super things, right? We're able to, to lift an unbelievable amount. We're able to travel at the speeds of, you know, vehicles all by ourselves, all self-contained in one little You know, lucky meat puppet. But, well, what does that look like when you take that, just that idea and that thought, and you take it and put it on an extraterrestrial level? That's what's on my mind tonight. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. If aliens are out there, do you think it's likely that they're organic entities like ourselves? Or do you think it's some... Other combination which tonight we're talking about biomechanical and something like that like they've described these gray aliens as in UFO mythology by the way ancient astronaut theorists say yes but otherwise right what about other aliens do you think it's possible or probable or any amount of likely that we're gonna have any sort of contact with strictly biological entities Because it seems to me, even looking at humans as they are now, in 500 years, we won't even be that. Like, we will be the aliens, right? Because we will be those biomechanical entities. And so, as a result, how do you think the aliens themselves would be after, oh, I don't know, a million years of evolution, once they've actually been able to, you know, assess lifespans and replace organs and just basically expand lifetimes to be a ridiculous long amount. Then what? What's the next step? Does it become the hive mind? Does it become a Borg-type consciousness? Does it become, of course, a biomechanical thing? So you tell me, I don't know, that's what's on my mind tonight, as usual, right, kind of trying to tackle some of these, uh, these ideas in interesting ways, and explore them just a little more in depth, because, you know, they're just saying, well, you know, the, uh, the aliens or the hybrids or the biomechanicals, this, that's the other things. That's one thing, right? But then, why? Why would that be likely? Why is it in the zeitgeist that way? And does it seem like maybe we're headed there ourselves? So that's the question. That's what's on my mind tonight as I consider these things, as I invite you to consider them with me. And yeah, and as you know, we're taking your phone calls and love to hear from you. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, you can give us a call 702 957 1037. That's 702 957 1037. We're talking about aliens and biomechanical evolution, not just on Earth, but elsewhere. I ask you to take, come with me on a journey and consider as you sip some maybe juice what this may look like elsewhere in the universe. One more time, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds, ETI, and you after the break. Be right back. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the French FM. And we're taking your phone calls tonight as we discuss biomechanical aliens. Why do you think it's likely that's the case? Why have gray aliens in UFO mythology been described as such? And do you think human evolution is headed the same direction? Love to hear your thoughts. One more time, 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show, and it's as easy as that. And uh, we have proof. Check this out. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Thank you for waiting, my friend. Welcome to the show. How are you tonight?
5: I'm
4: good. Right on. Hey, Mike. Ah, Doing very well. Thank you very much. Uh, So so, (laughs) I'm sure you have an idea here on biomechanical hybrids. Uh, What do you think about the aliens possibly being this or us or I don't know. What are your thoughts?
5: Okay. If you look at the graves, they have the large cranium, you know, that kind of insinuates that they have um, uh, super mental powers, perhaps, because their bodies are very diminutive. Like, not just diminutive, but wasted. They look emaciated. They don't even seem to have any, like, muscle or anything. Not even really bony, per se. Just kind of amphibious, almost. Uh, very small limbs. Um, even The torso and the legs and everything, the way they're described. It's like they don't even have, um, like, a biological thing going on of eating, perhaps. Or mouths, or tooth. Like, they're, they have these slits for mouths that look as if they couldn't even eat anything. So how do they live? And then their noses and everything are kind of just, people have reported seeing no nose at all, or seeing just like what slits, basically. But then you have the enormous eyes. So you start to wonder about what the creature would be doing or the thing. And it seems to be the purpose is maybe for as an observer or as a channel for an interaction with a dangerous or hostile environment. So if you have, say in another galaxy or right here somewhere strange on the earth there are actually uh, controllers so to speak but yeah it could make sense that they have made a biomechanical type of robot thing and then have made them adaptable where they can come up into our atmosphere or be in any environment on the earth whether it's water or even like uh, you know like in somebody's house or something So that they can be in those environments and uh, not be affected by being in the environment that the person or the thing or the individual who sent them would be. So say that these beings are somewhere where they cannot breathe the atmosphere or they don't want to put themselves, they're in danger of possibly being um, attacked by humanity in some way. But they're putting themselves, but I don't think that these things are individually thinking on their own. Like if, if, just my thought on it that it seems likely then that they could be carrying the consciousness. So they don't necessarily have a soul of their own, but they're being, as you mentioned earlier, like meat suit puppet. they are being kind of puppeted by something that is watching from a remote viewing from within those giant eyeballs. (laughs) So perhaps that's what's going on. And there is a seer somewhere far, far away directing, these creatures to interact with humanity from a extremely safe distance was something that you could possibly uh, shoot out of the sky or you know shoot if you should see it in your house or there <laughs> should be something go wrong you know so maybe that's what they are kind of the drone idea and that they have a biomechanical inside but on the outside it's like an amphibious or humanish you know that they are able to exist in our atmosphere. And we could be mimicking this on our own. If you think about like uh, the movie Alien Bishop, kind of like that idea, but reversed, and it's an alien. But if we were to do something similar to that, or if they were going to take this and make them look more human, why didn't they do that, too? So I think that's really strange that they didn't just make them, and maybe they already have made some of them look human. Or maybe we're going to do that, or maybe we would do the same kind of thing to be able to go to their atmosphere in a way. So that would make sense to the hybrid program stuff too, I mean, kind
4: of. Yeah, I mean, w- w- to send our astronauts just to the moon or to space or whatever, w- we put them in these huge suits, right? So, at what point would we actually take that next step and maybe build the suit into them, so they don't even have to d- put all that stuff on it? It makes a ton of sense that they would be that. Or
5: way. yeah, or avatar them into something else, you know, like um, like these like these aliens well, not aliens, these greys, is it possible that they aren't there on their, like if they're not being occupied with the consciousness of a being from another planet or another galaxy or something like that, they're just unanimated. Like they aren't doing anything. It's possible that they, because they don't look like they eat or, I don't know, they're not, they're they're obviously not earthly looking, you know, unless you're looking at like a giant, they look amphibious kind of, I've noticed that. Like their skin and everything, but I don't think that they are because it doesn't look like they. I mean, their mouths and everything. How do they? It doesn't matter. But yes, it seems very likely to me that they could be biomechanical. And I would think then that their their strict purpose is just to have the consciousness of the thing, the person, or the the strangers, the aliens from another in another galaxy, somewhere where they cannot they cannot come here because they can't be in our atmosphere, or they don't want to risk the outcomes of doing that and interacting with humanity this way for some strange reason.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. But, I, li- I don't know. I, I like how you equated it to some sort of remote viewing from very, very far away. And that, that fits in with uh, Einstein, his spooky action at a distance, right? Quantum entanglement, that if there was some sort of uh, maybe a way to, be inside of that entity itself, that, uh, that actual gray alien or whatever it was, the biomechanical thing, it needs arms and legs or something to move around, but that's it. It just needs to be mobile and have like a ocular view of things. And that's it. That's it. And then you, you, you dial into it right. very much like avatar or something like that. And yeah, bingo, bingo, makes sense to me. Uh, and so, maybe
5: they're even sensing, maybe they're even sensing the environment, you know, like the way that their skin looks maybe that's all sending back feedback as well. Like they're literally just the senses and then the telepathic remote like viewing ability. So they may even be sensing temperatures and things like that with their, so they are, they could be, it's not just strictly like mechanical or anything, but even their skin feels like the the, the individual who is in another galaxy, for example, puppeting these drones feel, smell, even like scents and everything on the skin and everything perhaps. Cause the outside, it's not, it's, it is not—it's—it biological looking in a way. So perhaps they're trying to get a full spectrum experience from within these drones, but that's what they've created, what they look like, but they're probably gonna get better with it. I mean, they might have already. Cause people just, I don't know. But you know, we're not far from it. Cause if you look at it, it's not much different than the way that we play video games or anything like that we're avataring in all the time. And so it wouldn't be a reach to think that we could instead of just putting on a suit that we literally create like biological beings that we can put ourselves our consciousness into and experience things where we usually wouldn't be able to go for example in the water or perhaps up in the you know in the air without an airplane perhaps like a bird or something like that but even into another planet or to you know somewhere where the atmosphere is not suitable for our you know physiology or something.
4: So, yeah, it makes a ton of sense that that's yeah. how it would happen. Um, definitely good stuff. Um, so, so, uh, so, other thoughts on this? Maybe other aliens or or what else you got, Jen?
5: Um, you think? Okay, so you know it's strange because a lot of people talk about when they encounter these things in their houses how the alien will kind of just rub its hand over a certain spot of it. Like in the dumb situation, he like, injured the person by referring to his own, like the alien referred to his own body and waved a hand, and then supposedly he was injured. In another account, I heard that um, they waved their hand and people would kind of go out of it. So they have some kind of also telekinetic, like some kind of telekinetic abilities, people report, that have been abducted. I think that's really unusual, that they are able to put people out with kind of a wave of the hand and make them go into a docile state or completely just go out or freeze up. So the, how is it that they are doing that? So the energy wouldn't just be transferred, not the energy, the consciousness wouldn't just be transferred that uh, from a distance, but I mean, actually is being affected. Like they are literally in there, but not. So that could be, a, it's just hard to get around the idea that these are not the actual being, this is just the, the feeler of the actual being and but they are literally there but at the moment that for example if they're in a crash or somebody should injure one of them the, the actual alien zoops back to the original source and isn't hurt at all even though the biomechanical thing in front of it may be dying or experiencing death it's literally not there and that's really bizarre because we kind of experience we're kind of like that ourselves in a way but I don't think that the alien, the, the gray is aware of itself or its consciousness the way that we are, or is it? So it gets really complicated, but how are they able to have the, are they actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to, it, it could go on and on with that.
4: Yeah. We'll, we'll have to uh, pin one down and get an interview one time. That, that would be amazing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so so we're, we're just here speculating on aliens and the rest of this. If you like uh, Jennifer here, please uh, give her a, a like and a follow down on her YouTube channel. Uh, scroll down uh, both on Rockfin and on YouTube itself. Uh, she's got a, a channel just started over there. So, so go say hi. Uh, go give her a follow. And uh, thank you so much for the call, Jen. Appreciate it very much.
5: Thank you, Mike. Talk to you
4: later. Thanks Bye. a lot. Have a great night. There you go. The phone lines work. Uh, thank you very much, Jennifer, for testing it out and making sure we're online and everything is working. Well, uh, yeah, and we're taking your phone calls as we discuss this, right? Is it is it probable, possible with gray aliens and all the rest of this that uh, they are biomechanical entities? And very much like Jen was saying, and myself too, with some ideas here with... Uh, maybe they are sort of those avatar situations where they're being remote controlled from afar, but not like remote control like we know it with some sort of radio waves or something like that, right? And a little controller in her hand, but with some sort of consciousness, right? Like think Cerebro in X Men when he puts the thing on and he's in this big, uh, you know, chamber and it, it it whips up and adds you know more more and more power to his brain, his consciousness. So imagine something like this is happening elsewhere. Like who knows? An Alpha Centauri or something, or in the next, even in the next dimension over, this type of thing. Is this what's going on? And how come in uh, per, uh, pop culture in particular, they've described uh, these gray aliens as these biomechanical entities? And that's what's on my mind tonight. There's a paper here written by uh, uh, on life science by Martin Rees, and he's discussing this exact thing that why extraterrestrial intelligence is more likely to be artificial than biological and uh, that's what's going on so so if you guys want to be part of the show i'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well thank you jennifer for the call getting us kicked off on that 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and then also of course there's some other thoughts here uh our are we on the same evolutionary path as something like that? I think that's um, probably as fascinating to me as considering maybe aliens as whatever they are. But then if we're on some sort of similar uh, evolutionary path uh, to becoming no longer uh, biological but biomechanical, uh, what does that look like? And how close do you think that is? And are we going to be... At some point, no longer leaving our house or our residence or our well—I don't know—our jar, <laughs> and we're we're now suddenly just avataring into some other entity, some sort of thing that walks around and does our bidding for us, right? Which is very much like a video game. So, so I don't know. I think uh, at some at some point you have to consider that there's a there's something happening here, and uh, how how close do you think we are to this sort of Mm, what do you call it? Um, I guess just evolution, just evolutionary path. Uh, so fascinating stuff to me. Thank you again, Jennifer, for the call. And uh, what do you guys think? As usual, right, we're reading all the chat in all the places on D uh, DLive, Rockfin, YouTube, and Twitter, and of course, uh, on, listening to uh, the uh, broadcasting on the Fringe FM, looking at all the discords as well. Lots of good stuff happening here. But uh, what do you think? As always, right, I, I don't have any, you know, uh, the Ryan Gable makes the joke, you know, uh, Galactic Federation ambassador, right? Something like that as a uh, as a <laughs> as an inside source or anything i have no inside sources i 'm just speculating, just reading the news and trying to consider uh what some of this stuff looks like. Uh, you know, years out, um, uh, you know, not just like 10 years, a hundred years. What What does it look like for humanity a thousand years from now? And are we closer than we think to maybe becoming these actual gray aliens themselves? That's what's on my mind tonight. And, um, I hope you're digging it. So let's read a little bit more from this article, live And we'll get into, uh, biomechanical stuff and all kinds of weirdness and all of that. Uh, with, uh, some of this, let's see. Let's see, uh, AI kind of, uh, as you know, we can take this uh, a dozen directions. It just depends on you, on what you want to talk about. So there you go. So let's read just a little bit more here from uh, Live Science again. Martin Rees wrote this article, and it goes a little bit like this. Human technological civilization only dates back millennia. At most, which he's correct there, and it, well, unless you're talking about Atlantis and things like that, which is a whole other show, but, and it may be only one or two more centuries before humans made up of organic materials such as carbon are overtaken or transcended by inorganic intelligence, such as AI, which we talk about often on this show and some of the rest of that. Um, But but how does it go? How does this happen? And what does this mean? So let's see. Let's read a little bit more of this. Uh, Computer processing power is already increasing exponentially, meaning AI in the future may be able to use vastly more data than it does today. It seems to follow that it could then get exponentially smarter, surpassing human general intelligence. Well, I think we're probably closer to that than we think, and that's part of why we do this. So uh, once again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. We're talking about uh, aliens and um, the biomechanical gray aliens, as they've been known in UFO mythology and UFO circles. And why? Why in particular are they not... You know, simply flesh and blood. Why is it uh, a little more complicated than that? And that's okay, because, right, we drink the maybe juice, as you can see, drinking maybe juice, and it is complicated, isn't it? And that's part of why we have these conversations, because uh, we may be closer to those sort of uh, entities as they're happening, meaning that uh, humans may become those aliens very, very soon. And I think that's the thing here. So once again, you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Let's go to our good friend Austin in Michigan. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Hello? What's up, my man? You are on a Troubled Minds. How you doing?
6: Yeah, all right. My um, bad. it was just a little choppy at first. I can hear you now.
4: That's okay. Go right ahead, man. What's on your mind?
6: That most of the aliens look just like us, and they're here.
4: Oh, like they... And
6: I could be one, and I won't even know it. I wouldn't even know it. Like, if most of them look just like us, how are we supposed to tell them if they're here or not?
4: Right, like they're 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 dialing in from somewhere else. You saying you saying people are aliens? You saying soil like green is people? Yeah.
6: <laughs> I've seen a few crazy guys. Uh, brainwashed me with their diagrams and maybe it was fake research, but I'm kind of convinced that most of them look just like us and maybe shape-shifting is kind of a technology that we just don't understand yet. I don't know. <laughs> that's a huge maybe juice right there because I have no idea about shape-shifting, obviously.
4: Yeah, that's, that's a whole other did, thing. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so let's go with the first thing there real quick. So the, so the aliens are us, right? Maybe, maybe those avatars, think of it this way, and I like where you're going with this. If they could avatar into little gray alien suits like that, well, why couldn't they do it to an exact replicant of yourself or myself? I like it, man. I like the idea because they could, right? That technology yeah. is right around the corner for us. I mean, we're talking about like uh, creating, oh, I don't know, like AI Tom Cruises or whatever to, to walk around and be super annoying, you know what I mean? But, you know, extra yeah. annoying. But, but, yeah, so so I think we're we're close to that. Interesting, interesting thought. So, okay. I don't know. Go
6: ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if this is exactly 100% real either, but I remember looking at this one gray that was apparently autopsied and... Uh, little gray, you know, the stereotypical looking guy. Uh, And when, before he was autopsied, they were like asking him about stuff because he was like dying and he was like sick. And he said that humans are vessels. And that's like the only thing he said.
4: Vessels, meaning?
6: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) It, It just had me going. Like, vessels, like spirits, like we can just, like you were saying, the avatars, like, I think that's what it means for consciousness, maybe.
4: I think so. Well, again, if you can do it to one thing and <laughs> create it to look like something else, you could do it to something else, right? You could do it into a dog, right? Into like a little biomechanical dog, things like this. Or at some point, right, we're talking about maybe a remote viewing style. Maybe you don't need mechanical anything. Maybe you just snap into them, right? Like, bam, like you're now taken over by something. i don't know i don't know good stuff man what else you got
2: uh there's
6: a lot of different aliens i've seen like drawings of like the reptilian shapeshifters but there's supposed to be a bunch of different kinds like tons like uh kind of like it kind of this is kind of making me think of credo boutois a lot because i feel like From my personal view that he's the most credible in my eye and disclosures, because at first I was like, oh, no, this guy's nuts. But after, like, looking back on stuff I'm finding, like, it's kind of, it seems like it all goes back to Africa.
4: Okay, I like it. So, uh, meaning meaning that uh, this has been around for a long time. This consciousness snapping into different uh, different suits or bodies or lucky mud or what do you mean? What do you mean? Back to Africa? I
6: I think genetic mutation of us goes back that far. Like I feel like we've been experimented genetically for thousands of years by other things and maybe even yeah like maybe we are the, the yeah exactly it just makes me think way too much about <laughs> this stuff gets me going man yes yeah, like so, if we we're genetically modified that's nuts like
4: yeah that's nuts some, some of those some theories go go back ago. like some of the theories go back like three quarters of a million years on the Anunnaki and that story on genetically modifying people and the Igigi and all that stuff so yeah yeah you're not uh you're not without company with that thought uh we got like a minute left my man so so uh so final thought here let's okay. wrap this up
6: yeah, Book of Enoch.
4: Book of Enoch. Okay, go ahead.
6: Yep, that talks about uh, these uh, Anunnaki coming down from heaven and interbreeding with our women and making hybrids. And it was banned by the Vatican a while ago. It was a book in the Bible. There's like three versions you can find online. I've li- I've found audiobooks for all three.
4: Okay, all right, Listened sweet. i to them all. It's I like it. I like it. Yeah, definitely that good thoughts there. here. Good thoughts, man. I appreciate it so much. Uh, everybody give uh, give uh, Austin here a follow. He's got a brand new YouTube channel called Short Quick. Uh, I'll, the link will be down below. I haven't added you yet, but I will add you, my friend. Thank you for the phone call tonight. You were the best. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah. It's in a,
6: its in this beta page. So it's, you're not probably going to find anything too awesome there. It definitely needs some work.
4: Everybody thanks, starts man. somewhere. Everybody starts somewhere. You're the best, Austin. We'll talk to you later, bro. All right
6: have a better one making. Thank
4: thanks a lot man there you go all right so i uh, appreciate that a couple of great phone calls to kick us off tonight so we're just considering well these biological biomechanical entities and what do you think they are and again uh you know they, they said gray gray aliens in the ufo uh, uh mythology is exactly that they're not exactly bio or they're not biological they're uh, something else and so why do you think that is do you think we're close to that as humans what do you think is going on with this and if so uh, well uh, you know ancient astronaut theorists say yes style drinking some of the maybe juice here like we do do you think that there's something to this regarding humans being close to having some sort of avatar situation where they could just dial into from afar uh, by creating uh, well basically a duplicate of us That's not exactly biological it's not exactly mechanical but you got it somewhere in between love to hear your thoughts on this tonight we're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 this is troubled minds i'm michael strange don't go anywhere more aliens and you after the break be right back We are talking about the alien, alien abduction alien, 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 alien.
2: The aliens are are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Optic 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 blast. 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 And Through that optic nerve, they're transferring through your right.
4: Random, random, random so images, images they like traverse neurons no in the
2: brain. So we got, all right, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and they also feel them planting, broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway, somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest into the digital
4: darkness. All right, good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello... To all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show's live. We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, D Live, and Twitter. And we're broadcasting live on the fringe FM. And of course, we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. You can also go to troubledminds.org and click the Discord link and join us that way. Discord is a chat client, it's a voice client. It is Absolutely free, and uh, we'll put you on that way. You're up, Derek. If you want to hop in here, uh, come on in. Go ahead and uh, get your break on and uh, hop on in, and we'll talk about aliens. Uh, So, that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about aliens in particular. What about the grays? How the gray aliens in actual UFO mythology have been described as biomechanical entities. That's right, biomechanical. And so, what does that mean? And Not just that, uh, if that's the case with with some sort of avataring into them from afar, sort of remote viewing or quantum entanglement, sort of remote control, uh, maybe we're close to that. Maybe humans and their technology, our technology, see, I'm talking about humans like I'm not one. See what I did there? Freudian slip. I just admitted I'm an alien. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, the thing is this, right? if if aliens can do this stuff and that they're biomechanical and you know they're sending out these avatars all over you would you would expect the galaxy right uh not just earth unless well i guess earth is the only interesting place uh to visit and if that's the case i think uh you would probably be um well uh, well i don't know I, I would i would think that there's got to be a lot more interesting places out there than earth to visit but hey oh what do you, you never know I, I don't have these answers and that's why we do this to include you so if you want to be part of the show tonight like i said 702-957-1037 and we're talking about aliens that's right aliens you know it what's up what's up ash i see you there uh so so the question is this right biological uh mechanical biomechanical entities, right? Why, why are grays in this mythology, the UFO mythology, known as uh, this sort of hybrid being, sort of hybrid entity? And not only that, then, uh, we're uh, discussing an article by this individual by the name of Martin Rees on uh, Live Science, where he says, he says that was going to be the case anyway. And the article starts like this, why extraterrestrial intelligence is more likely to be artificial than biological. And it makes sense. I think in a lot of cases, it makes sense that, again, you know, you wouldn't send yourself where there's risk to you, you would probably have some sort of remote controlled device. I mean, look, we're already sending drones, you, you know, control with a actual, you know, physical handheld remote control. But what happens when we start putting the Cerebro helmet on and controlling the drone as if we were the drone ourselves? And if that's the case, and we're pretty close to that, which if you ask Elon Musk, he thinks that it's probably close with his Neuralink, right? Uh, Well, if we can almost do that, and, you know, it may be, let's say it's 100 years away or something, uh, then, well, clearly, I think uh, talking about extraterrestrials as having that ability seems trivial, doesn't it? And so it makes sense to me that they would be sending these gray aliens as some sort of um, scout team, scout mission, uh, something to, you know, to get the work done, sort of the drones, the worker bees, as it were. And what does that mean? Uh, what does it mean for uh, not just other aliens? Does that mean that we expect that All the other aliens we would ever encounter would be some sort of hybrid biomechanical thing, or some sort of Borg situation, like Star Trek and the Borg, or I don't know. And so that's what we're considering tonight. Those are the thoughts on my mind. Like I said, uh, not your average everyday water cooler conversation, but that's what we do. (laughs) That's what we do. We're not we're not talking about Joe Biden or that that uh, or Donald Trump or that that uh, election in Virginia, because guess what? Kabuki theater. That's right. That's right. You may, you may be happy your team won or lost this time or sad, but guess what? Whoever's in is going to let you down because, well, it's all fail. It's all fail all the time. So, so we're a, I'm becoming less and less interested, and, well, uh, it's not my fault. And I'm not interested in the way the world goes. It's the fault of the individuals that are running it. So there you go. I'll leave it at that. And there's your uh, there's your politics update, and we'll get you your sports update. Houston, we have a problem. And there you go. All right. There's my joke. I got to work it in, and uh, only because I, I apologize to the Astros fans out there, but I uh, am not uh, an Astros fan. So <laughs> there we go. All right. So anyway, as we as we do this and talk about this stuff, we're uh, we're considering your thoughts on this. What about uh, these Biomechanical aliens, the gray aliens, and is it likely that if we encounter any other type of alien, they would be biomechanical as well? And then, of course, add that to the the wrinkle in the conversation that uh, if if that's the case, how close do you think humans are to that technology? We've got Elon Musk, that Neuralink, like I just described, and we've got all kinds of things happening now with these digital dogs, the digi dogs, right, the DARPA dogs, as we call them, and some of this other stuff that's already happening where we're scouting areas with drones all right so all you got to do for a drone is uh remove the propellers add some arms and legs and bam we've got gray aliens so okay let's go to uh our good buddy the night stalker Derek in massachusetts welcome to the show my friend how are you tonight
7: going on brother it's happening great show
4: thank you very much appreciate it uh just chilling man talking about weird stuff what are your thoughts on this uh biomechanical alien thing
7: oh man this is the good stuff this is that good maybe juice i'm talking about you know all right um I didn't take any really notes because I'm working. It's kind of busy, but, um, you might have to prop me a few times, but, uh, I got you essentially like this, this might be, I think I mentioned this before, but first let's go to the, the like robots with souls thing. Um, cause like Robert got me thinking about that. Um, there's a, the Duncan Trussell is where I heard it from. I'm not sure if he asked a Buddhist llama or if, if this is like a secondhand story, whatever, but he goes, but, um, somebody in Tibet asked like one of these llamas, um, if a robot will ever get a soul and the llama responds that when the vessel is sophisticated enough to house a soul then the soul will incarnate into it as if like in some point in the future when we make these biological these biomechanical like more westworld style robots like more indistinguishable from us with some kind of like mechanical flesh type stuff that instead of like if our bodies really are just these meat machines, instead of our soul, like incarnating into a human at birth, it'll incarnate into this, into this robot body instead, and that's where consciousness will, will go and uh, for the future. And like under that's a kind of a scary thought, obviously, but also like, if it's if it's not like a demon or if it's not like some evil AI or something, if if it actually is like a human soul, then potentially there could be some good stuff with it. Um, but as far as just like if you look at the tra- trajectory of consciousness, I think I said this before too, but I, I, I forget. Um, you kind of like take it from, I think this is Ben Stewart who talks about this, but uh, if you look at like the, like the crystal or like mineral kingdom, how it takes like years and years and years and years, generations for it to come into form, but it's all it really does very slowly. If like under an animistic mindset, if it has some kind of consciousness, that consciousness is just coming into form over a long period of time, And just staying there and then go up the ladder we've got plants that are coming into form still stationary observing their surroundings if the point of consciousness is is to just um, experience infinite realities experience all of yourself all of itself consciousness experiencing consciousness so a plant will come into form bloom or whatever is stationary and then dies but much quicker so more more novelty more experiencing consciousness and then an animal comes into form um and then dies but it's consciousness on the move an animal is able to walk around and experience more stimuli and experience more create more novelty and stuff like the consciousness is experiencing more of itself and then we have humans which are those animals that come into consciousness coming into form on the move but we're, we're self-aware we're thinking about we're consciousness that's thinking about consciousness creating like infinitely more, infinite more novelty and infinite more like Ability to perceive itself and think about itself and like create create new things and stuff. So then the next step potentially beyond that is humans or like a human mind or a consciousness inside a vessel that's on the move, that thinks about itself, that's able to process information, but potentially doesn't have to worry about a physical death or it could last longer than 75 years or doesn't have to like um, I don't know, do do the, the trivial things, doesn't have to stock shelves at a supermarket or whatever, can just process up boatload information and then not have to worry about any type of like human type thing. So that's, co- so that's that's more novelty and more information processing and that kind of stuff. So potentially in the future, or some or that's already happened to some alien race where they created a vessel made out of like some kind of fleshy substitute or whatever, like what if somebody just, I don't know, Frankenstein style just designed this, like how different, why, are, why is the human body not a piece of technology? Like, somebody explain that to me. Unless it's, like, you're including, like, the metaphysical body that's attached to it. Just like I'm talking about, look at your meat suit and explain to me how, in the future, if somebody can just replicate that, that's not a technology. It is. So, like, I don't know. It gets pretty murky as far as, like, how to separate a soul in a human body versus a soul, a soul in a human body. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same. So, that's just, like, obviously very pro-robot in this case, which is not not usually like me. But, um,
4: <laughs> you, I, trainer, <laughs> you dirty trainer, yeah, yeah. just as far
7: as like, just as far as like the idea that we're not creating consciousness, we're the receiver of consciousness, it would make sense that the receiver is becoming more advanced. Like that would, that seems to like, w- it would be logical if consciousness, if the drive of consciousness is more neutral and pretty much just to experience itself. And that's like the driving goal within the universe So there might be races that have already done this, you know, and we're probably going to do this. Rather so, rather than like like maybe transferring your consciousness to a machine might be might come first, but there could become a time where people people just born into into machines and you reincarnate instead of like I don't know like a soul is reincarnating every hundred years or whatever. This next in a hundred years from now, like the next one they're doing is oh like we're going to start reincarnating in these robot bodies. So that's cool to see how that goes. Amen. Especially if I don't know and if time doesn't exist the way we think it is, it could be just. These like souls, these spirits, or whatever, just picking and choosing whatever area they want to go to. Do I don't want to go in the era where I'm more connected with nature and it's more of like a symbiotic relationship? That'd be cool. Do I want to incarnate to a time where we're kind of on this cusp, of this weird age where all kind of weirdness? I'll incarnate into 2021. Do I want to incarnate into this robot body and maybe solve some solve some stuff and like experience some? I don't know. You know, that's one one avenue to take it. But um. Yeah, promise. I'm kind
4: of rambling now. Uh, no, I got you. I got you. So okay. So so perfect is that? Uh, maybe maybe this is exactly where we're headed. Maybe this is us. And some some people have suggested this that it is us. Maybe like you said, if time isn't as we perceive it that this stuff is us coming back to maybe maybe dip their toe in you know 2021 and and see what the great pandemic was like you know what i'm saying wink wink (laughs)
2: yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly.
4: maybe that's what's happening here and and i I do like the idea of that uh, the way you described how maybe uh, consciousness is the evolution of not just entity to entity but then you kind of layer it on top and it seems like we're close to that right it seems like i I think the more i think about it like we talk about darpa and you know the 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 drones and the things that are happening Happening now, right? Think about Boston Dynamics a hundred years from now. Like literally, yeah. all we're missing is the ability to zap our brain into that robot, and that's that's a wrap. That's pretty much exactly, exactly. What exactly. What we're talking about, right? And I mean, like, think,
7: like think about what we're doing. I know Jay always mentions this all the time, and he's he's one hundred percent right. How the combination of all our different ideas, like getting to hear Jennifer, um, just blow our minds, and then Kelly and everybody, Rohan, James, able to just contribute all these ideas together, and it's able to ship like to shift our paradigm and move us towards something else, movers, like, it's, it's, it creates novelty. It exposes you to thoughts that you might have not have had, so that, then thus creates new thoughts or whatever. But, what if we, what if it, like, it doesn't take that long? What if you just, like, can do that, like, instantaneously with, like, a snap of a finger because your processing power is so advanced, like, but it's still you somehow, like, that creates a ton more novelty and I wonder what, would happen. Like, I don't know. It's not, it's not all bad uh, is, is what I'm trying to say and it could be a scenario where it actually like could be a good thing, you know, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, but also like it could be much darker and it could be like the AI did create a vessel. It might not be us at all. It might not be like aliens trans transferred their consciousness over. It might be that an alien created an AI that just took the planet over and maybe destroyed the aliens. And now it's just an alien AI that created these vessels and, and now is populating the galaxy. Most likely like some kind of hive mind, some kind of like, some kind of like um, I forget the term we we'll use but like yeah just some hive mind some some overmind is most likely what's colonizing the galaxy like some kind of that galaxy most like there's probably different variations you talked about before but like societies that have like Dyson spheres and are able to like um, to the whole power of the Sun or whatever most likely there's some kind of galaxy that's basically like a pl- started out as a planet whatever this hive mind is is omnimon- o- overmind and then just through these vessels spread itself out, you know, and then it could be the same thing. That's like, I like the idea of like a directed panspermia, where like every million years or whatever, or just some kind of culture that's like beyond time, doesn't worry about time because you're, you're an eternal AI or whatever. And you're just, so you create at the, at your locally, you create these like robot vessels that can do the actual physical labor. But if you don't worry about time, then you would start seeding the universe spreading out, the building blocks of life around the universe so that because you don't care about time, you're able to let them evolve on, on its own. Maybe, maybe send out every million years. Oh, here's some mushroom spores that will, that will build your brains up until you become from, from, from apes to man. Oh, here's like some kind of crazy technology idea that we're going to, we're going to send to Steve Jobs. We creates the iPhone. So you guys can all start talking to each other, but et cetera, et cetera, things that like move the culture forward somehow, things that they can do from a very long distance away, especially, maybe through psychedelics or through some kind of like seances or some kind of alien contact or whatever. And then those civilizations that are spirit, like that are building, like are coming up and spread across the universe. Once they get to that point where they're creating their own AI, like us, maybe, maybe when we turn it on, all of a sudden that creates the, that thing that created us or has been, has been like nudging us along. All of a sudden, once we turn ours, our version of it on, it's like turning the other side of the stargate on and, boom it's here now you know and then in the meantime maybe a way it it intervenes is through those robots that it creates or like different levels like what if there's one of these created civilizations that's just like a couple hundred years above us and they created these weird robots and we're dealing with them or like something that's a a million years ahead of us and we're dealing with that but still part of this like hierarchy of this like hive mind panspermia global i mean not a galactic universal domination You mean like anybody who watched what if marvel's what if recently um one of the the last like two episodes were all about what if ultron won what if like instead of just being an avengers 2 he actually like killed all the avengers what would happen and it's essentially like he just keeps keeps going and going and going and doesn't stop until he just becomes the universe basically he invades the multiverse invades like the spiritual realms and all kinds of stuff it gets it gets really dark um yeah totally but, yeah good sorry
4: no you're good go right ahead
7: um and then before i leave uh oh, also rivers the amazing wonderful rivers mentioned that uh in sg1 so i get sg1 most of the alien and goddesses are some there are like vessels for the gould whatever they're like being piloted around by some kind of alien parasite or whatever so perhaps it's the same kind of thing where these aliens that we're encountering are actually being piloted by something else like they might, they might not even need to be robots like what if we're what if we're like some kind of toxoplasmosis where we're the biological meat suit that's being piloted without even our knowledge by some kind of like thought form or some kind of like sentience that's beyond our understanding that's able to like push us and nudge us make us do its its bidding without even realizing it you know and then like i don't know the aliens a demons thing just to toss us into the into the mix like the ghost and the machine idea what if like and, to, and Bailey always talks about this, what if there is no AI in the way we think it is, but it's all some kind of demonic thing that in a way creates a vessel so once people are saying aliens are demons they don't mean like an alien is like teleporting from hell, it means like a demon finally got a body and fast forward a million years and it's dominating the universe somewhere you know what I mean um, which is kind of a scary thought, you know um, and also for the Greys in particular, Foley did a working in some degree so there's something weird going on with that like as far as some kind of like potentially it is some kind of non-physical uh consciousness that some cultures may call a demon some call it, well, some might just call it uh, just a disembodied consciousness in another culture created a vessel and now it's just has evolved with a i don't know with the body which seems to be the goal seems to be what the elites are trying to do so maybe just one of them did it somewhere else and now we're dealing with we're dealing with those repercussions you know my break is uh kind of running low so all i'll right. get going but, um. all right
4: all right appreciate it you're the best my friend uh derek is the nice stalker from massachusetts uh, appreciate the call we'll talk yes, to you
7: soon okay.
4: thanks a lot bro Alright, so uh, if you guys want to be part of the show, uh, there you go. It's as simple as that. You can use the Discord, or you can give us a call at 702-957-1037. And we're talking about uh, aliens, right? But not just aliens in the traditional sense. What about these biomechanical hybrids? And w- where does this begin? Of course, you know, we, we got uh, lots of fine folks that call into the show and uh, give us all kinds of different takes on this, because it's, uh, it's interesting to consider that even if, uh, let's say, ourselves aren't aliens, or we are, or whatever, right? Like, we're some sort of, like, in that evolution, Path between here and there, that it may be a thousand years from now we're going to be able to do all these things we're talking about that seem like magic, right? Well, but now, if what if the aliens are doing them right this second, and maybe they are, maybe they're dialed into us like some sort of symbiote from, uh, like a, imagine like a mental symbiote, right? Maybe uh, the lucky mud is us. And we are well. Uh, I don't know, like uh, some some de-evolved thing. Uh, but these meat suits are what uh, what uh, these these entities from afar are actually tapping into, you know. So again, like uh, my ego doesn't like the idea, but well, here we are. Here we are <laughs> considering it and talking about it anyway. So that's that's the topic tonight. Uh, great call. Uh, great call so far from everybody. Uh, is this uh, why extraterrestrial intelligence is more likely to be artificial than biological? And and that's really what this is about. Is um you know kind of considering drinking that maybe juice like we say and just considering what it looks like now what with our technology and then sort of extrapolating that on what it would look like in sort of a galactic form of evolution and are we are we connected to that are we disconnected from that is there some crossover there and again right i like i like to talk about aliens because one it's uh it, it's not really you know, like you say it and people are like, you're insane, right? Like, what are you talking, aliens, what are you even talking about? But it's like, hold on. Like, aliens, as we know them in the mythologies, are awfully close to what we are now. So, so you know, like I said, if we're within a thousand years of the, all that technology, then, well, once again, maybe we are the aliens and so as usual right uh i i am not the answer guy i'm the questions guy and so we as we consider these things i'd love to hear your thoughts on this we're not trying to get to the bottom of anything we're just speculating on what the future may be like not just for the aliens but for ourselves and how this goes so if you want to be part of the show love to hear your thoughts and you can reach us at of course 702 nine five seven one zero three seven that's seven oh two nine five seven one zero three seven and the question tonight is if aliens are biomechanical why do you think that is and how close are we to becoming those aliens themselves with of course transplants and maybe mechanical limbs and who knows even consciousness moved into an android at some point you tell me love to hear your thoughts one more time 702-957-1037 this is troubled minds i'm michael strange don't go anywhere more extraterrestrials biomechanics and you when we return be right back Alright, right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about aliens. That's right, but not just any old alien. What about the mythology of the gray alien, and how, of course, they are supposedly a biomechanical thing? Well, what does that mean? What does it mean for aliens in particular? Do you think more aliens would be of that same ilk? Or do you think that maybe aliens are closer to ourselves, seeing that all of our medicine, transplant technology, and all the rest of this seems closer and closer with things like Neuralink you tell me talking about all kinds of stuff tonight consciousness aliens uh and all this and love to hear your thoughts as usual as always amazing calls so far tonight and looking to hear your thoughts 702-957-1037 that's 702 957-1037. Nine five seven one zero three seven. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Come say hi. All the social media links are over there, and uh, come uh, come follow up on all the channels if you have not. It's um, like I said. Uh, this is not this is not church. This is not preaching. This is not trying to find any real truth. This is kind of maybe kind of going out out back into the weeds and um, you know kicking through some questions and and considering what the truth might be. And so that doesn't mean well it doesn't. It means you can believe whatever you want. Nobody's trying to convince anybody of anything here. We're just kind of kicking out some ideas and uh, trying to have a good conversation. So if you want to be part of it, once again, love to have you, 702-957-1037. Sorry about that, Ash. If you're out there listening, we had Ash on the uh, the chat there. He was ready to come in and he had to take off. So appreciate uh, appreciate you being patient and sorry we couldn't get to you soon enough. But we are taking your phone calls. There you go. Uh, so let's go, let's go back to this article and some of this other stuff, right? Now, the reason why uh, people, again, have described these gray aliens as being biomechanical. Let's go to this, right? This is from uh, the Above Top Secret Forum, which is a fantastic place to have uh, discussions just like this. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of this stuff going on out there, which I appreciate because um, it means I'm not the only one thinking about it because, well, if I was, it would be a weird... Weird place indeed. But here we go. This is, this is a, a poster. Uh, this is again from uh, all the way back from 2010. It says, I read a lot about UFOs and ETs, and I have come to the conclusion that Greys are indeed androids. After reading about the Sumerians, I've learned that the Anunnaki had androids that acted as emissaries, workers, slaves, etc could these androids have been the popular gray aliens he continues here another bit of info that helped me come to this conclusion was an interview on the canceled tv show ufo hunters the ufo hunters were interviewing a woman who claims to be an abductee and the abductors were very friendly gray aliens. She says that there were two human-looking aliens with the gray eyes. They were very tall and muscular and had blonde hair and blue eyes. I instantly thought of the Nordic aliens and Hitler. Uh, this, there's always been rumors of Hitler conspiring with aliens and all the rest of this. Uh, it's unfortunate, by the way, I'm adding, interjecting here, that uh, some of these conversations do kind of go back to Hitler and the Nazis. But, uh, you know, there's some, uh, some, some conspiracies that go deep enough that say, uh well that uh, you know there was a contact made between not just the united states but uh, some other entities uh, world entities back during world war ii so so anyway there we go uh he says that's not the point the tall muscular aliens matched the description of these nordic aliens you've read about and the woman says the greys were robots or androids working for them so perhaps the greys are robots developed by aliens and are used by all alien species and from what i hear they work for insectoids Reptilians, Nordics, and the Anunnaki, and probably every other alien species. And like I said, this is, again, this is, uh, all my sources are linked. You can go read this stuff yourself. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. If you think there's no aliens, that's cool by me. That's totally cool by me. Uh, we're just considering if if this exists, if this is all real, and these aliens, these actual gray aliens are biomechanical, well, what does it mean about them? And then also, what does it mean for the future of us? I think, uh, like I said, that's probably the most fascinating part of this to me is that how are we connected in this maybe galactic um, level of evolving of, of, you know, this maybe, maybe, maybe this thing is a, uh, galactic Darwinism, right? Maybe, maybe there is something here. I don't know. So what are your thoughts on this? As always, I'd love to hear, hear from you. Uh, why would you think that aliens are going to be some sort of biomechanical hybrid first? If the gray aliens are as the UFO mythology state, then do you think that other aliens, maybe, you know, as some have described reptilians, mantis, this, that, the other thing, uh, if they are, then, well, what could they do? Uh, why, why would, why would it be? I guess that's the question. So, so anyway, uh, like I said, looking to hear from you, we'll read a little bit more about this and the gray aliens and stuff according to some of this UFO mythology, but, um, yeah. All right. So let's just do that. Let's get into that and let's see one more time. Make sure everything's cool. All right, there we go. So let's do this. Let's go to this article here that I was looking at just a little while ago. And, uh, here we go. Um, there we go. Uh, so here's another one. Here's a, here's a take from Seth Shostak, and this is from The Guardian. And and I think this is, this is, again, fascinating when you start looking at some of the different ways that people consider what aliens may be. And the title of this one is, If We Ever Encounter Aliens, They Will Resemble AI and Not Little Green Martians. All right. Well, but once again, what if the what if the AI is tapped into these little green Martians? Anyway, so again, from uh, Seth Shostak, he's the uh, the astronomer at the SETI Institute, which is a nonprofit research uh, organization in California's Silicon Valley, and SETI, of course, stands for the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Okay. So it says uh, he says uh, uh, okay, claims that extraterrestrials help large, pointy monuments in the Egyptian desert five thousand years ago are frankly laughable, and he, that's that's his his take on all this stuff, right? Um, so I don't know, let's, uh, if I read this, it's going to put me in a bad mood, because well, you get these super skeptics that are just like, nah, 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 nah. And that's fine. But how about this? Let's go to this instead. This is probably a little bit better for the conversation. Uh, let's go here. This is uh, from cell.com. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. So if we're talking about aliens as some sort of biomechanical thing, entity, right? This is from November 1st, 2018, and the title is, The Future is Synthetic Biology. Synthetic Biology. And uh, what does that mean, you may ask? Well, let's just read it. Let's just read it from the science heads here and see what they say. Increasingly. Synthetic biological systems and molecules are being used to drive biological applications and discovery. At the 2018 fall meeting of the American Chemical Society, Cells Andrew Rennekamp met with John Glass, Jim Collins, and Floyd Remensburg to discuss synthetic biology as a discipline and to get their take on where it's headed. Annotated excerpts from this conversation are presented below, and the full conversation is available with the article online. And there's some good stuff here. If you look at this, uh, quote, I think synthetic biology is well positioned now to become the patch clump for molecular biology. And continues, we need to expand our toolkit of available parts and components. I think we have to enhance our ability to harvest from nature what's out there. For the most part, we're still using a few dozen parts in a reusable fashion in synthetic biology, and we need to expand that to hundreds of thousands and millions of great diverse parts. Now, back to what Derek was saying, uh, if you take that sort of thought process and maybe bring it to a larger scale, not just on the Earth, but how about as some sort of galactic evolutionary sort of process, we have this. He continues... Uh, So not just a few dozen, we're talking about expand to hundreds of thousands or millions of great diverse parts, installing what you build as what you build gets larger. I think it's going to become the limiting factor. And so if that's maybe the case here, now imagine a technological civilization, ETI as it were. Uh, an extraterrestrial intelligence, if they're looking to collect as much biological input as possible, maybe that's what's going on here. Maybe there is uh some sort of connection between us and our consciousness with something greater okay now some again, I don't want to get religious with this because it freaks people out, and I don't mean it like that. I just mean it as part of the conversation is if you if you think of it in terms of well, we are connected to the universe, all right well. What does that mean? Is that, you know, like uh, electromagnetically? Does that mean uh, biomechanically? What does that mean? Um, does Does it? It could mean a ton of things, right? But I can't. But I think when you start looking at it in terms of this and how we're doing our science now, is if we're trying to collect as many biological parts as possible to reuse in this synthetic biology, well, we're talking about just on a planetary scale, right? So clearly wouldn't it be best if you were able to create some sort of a hybrid entity by farming not just this planet but other planets. I mean clearly we're not the only planet with life out there am I right? It seems to seems to seems to be a solid uh, hypothesis on just life in the universe that if we were you know to, as they say right two 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 things are equally terrifying. One that we're completely alone and it's just us. It's a terrifying concept right because when we're done we're done and that's that for the universe terrifying. But what about the other? Is that maybe we're not alone? And that's equally terrifying because, of course, what happens? What does that mean? Does that mean we're the sum of parts of some sort of uh, maybe galactic evolutionary thing where they are collecting pieces of us, DNA or this, that, the other thing, to, um, I don't know, create something greater than ourselves i don't know i don't know as as usual right just uh, just an idea here to kind of kick off a conversation and keep it going tonight so if you have thoughts on this i'd love to hear what you think if you want to be a part of the show it's 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and synthetic biology i think it's an interesting way to look at this as gray aliens and hybrids and all the rest uh, what does it mean though how does it connect us with the greater galaxy at large or does it at all like, again, I'm open to all the possibilities of, come on, Mike, get off it, whatever, with the aliens. That's cool. I'm totally fine with that, because you have to consider all of it, right? You have to consider uh, that aliens and greys and all this have been some sort of military psyop since 1947. I'm okay with that, too, right? I'm okay with uh, all these ideas kind of uh, kicking around and being able to consider them at the same time, and, uh, and I'm okay with that. Like I said, not trying to convince anybody of anything here. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Uh, this is This is kind of weird here. Where uh, we're talking about uh, aliens as hybrids, as biomechanical things, and then maybe tapping into uh, consciousness, meaning maybe that these individuals, these entities, whatever they are, are being used through some remote viewing sort of, sort of a. Outreach from who knows from another galaxy for all we know, and uh, you know, being used as um, these robots, just robots, just drones like we would use them. So, there we go. Uh, What's up, Hemlock308 in the chat says, Maybe we are the spare parts. A lot of parts. Yeah, right. I think that's kind of kind of the terrifying part here is if you start looking at it in terms of an evolutionary standpoint, then maybe that is right. Maybe we are those spare spare parts. So all right. So as we're doing this and kind of kicking it and talking about all kinds of crazy stuff like we always do love to hear your thoughts on aliens and of course why they would be biomechanical and what does that mean for us meaning are we on some evolutionary path where we uh, you know we were we were you know lucky mud and the next step of ev- uh, evolution for humans is some sort of biomechanical thing you tell me you tell me your thoughts on this love to hear it one more time 702-957-1037 and there's the phone number and we're sipping baby juice and talking to our friends let's go to our good friend here, Robert, in Pennsylvania, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight?
3: Oh, I'm fine. Um, this uh, aliens, these uh, I, I I personally think they are. They, they're they they're androids, they're biomechanical um, robots or whatever. I I personally think that's what they are, and I also think they envy us. Right? I mean, they'll tell it. You know, they may, they may say you know to uh, Einstein, that you people are, that you, you humans are are uh, primitive because you can't. You have to speak with words, all right? They don't have to speak with words. They have a, a hive mind, like someone your earlier, caller said. They can read each other's minds. They communicate that way. But the fact of the matter is, human beings have souls. And those souls don't are and the brain, the mind, the memory is not what holds those souls. Those souls are in every cell of a biological body. All right. So this is what I mean when I say the rich are the only ones who can who will be able to afford to seek immortality through a mechanical brain by downloading their their brain into a mechanical brain. They can't download their soul. All right. Uh, into something mechanical, so that's what I mean when I say that the, when the rich go to do this, because they're the only ones who can afford it, they will eventually envy the dead. Um, that's that's my soapbox tonight.
4: Yeah, I follow you. I follow. I follow the logic. There is that. Uh, so, so what happens when when they do do this? Uh, so, if you if you can transfer consciousness but leave the soul, what happens? What are you creating?
3: You're, well, you, you, the soul uh, can can continue to exist in a in a vegetative state inside that body because the brain is gone until that body dies. All right. Uh, I don't. This is where it gets a little complicated. You can download your 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 mind into a mechanical mind, a mechanical brain. All right. Uh, does, does that mean after you do that, that the body dies, the, the, the flesh body, all right? Because that brain's still there. We just downloaded what was in it, what was stored in it. The brain's still there. So the, the soul would still be in that biological body unless the bi- biological body died and then released the soul.
4: Okay, all right, that makes sense. And so, so basically are we saying here that maybe this, this uh, moving consciousness from one actual entity that's linked with the soul to something else is we're uh in in the process of basically exterminating souls and repopulating them with uh something else <laughs> something something more sinister
3: something something quite artificial i mean uh, you are uh, michael strange all right but if michael strange uh downloaded his brain into an artificial brain a uh, hybrid entity, you would not be Michael Strange anymore because you can't download your personality. Your personality doesn't exist in the brain. Alright? That, that that that's part of what the soul is, that's part of every you know, of every cell in your body. So you would be you may live for you know, you may exist for hundreds and hundreds of years in that biomechanical thing, but it's not you. You know, no matter what anybody says, it will never be
4: you. Gotcha. Okay, so just just facts. Flex- and,
3: and, and that's go ahead. Good. And and that's what I mean about uh, you know be careful what you ask for. What you what you ask for or what you dream of, or what you want to be. Uh, and and certainly it amazes me that the super wealthy in the world are obsessed with this idea of trying to find a way to be to to live forever, to be immortal. And this is where they're going to go with it. I have no doubt about that. That's how, And they are going to destroy themselves when they do that, because all they will become is biolo- biomechanical monsters, Who, <laughs> so they're already sociopathical as, as it is, alright? They, soci- they will actually be less sociolog- sociopathical because they won't be able to have Feelings, emotions, those sorts of things. Do you, you notice that these t- <coughs> hybrid, they call them hybrid aliens show absolutely no emotion?
4: Yeah, that's that's what some of the some of the abductees say. Is that there's there's some sort of uh, like emotional disconnect with them? Like they're very robotic. Yes.
3: Right. Uh, well, well, that's yeah, they, they, that's because they can't feel emotions. They're part of a high brain. All right. And they're part and and they're and they're not of of uh, biological essence. They're machines with 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 some biological uh, filler. Gotcha. That's all. But 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 when you you started this show by putting across the question, is this where we're going? Is this what the what the, what's where the, the the human race is leading up to? All right, and the human and that's that great reset. That's that idea of, of us becoming more machine than people of uh, 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 becoming what we and and I think that's overwrought because they're not going to want to do that with. Regular folks, regular working folks like you and me—you know—that's that's simply an elite dream for their own their own class, all right. And and it's pathetic in a way because ultimately, what they're dreaming about doing to themselves will ultimately destroy them.
4: Yeah, that makes sense to me. I get it. So, so you're you're decoupling the soul and uh, becoming like a, like you described a monster. I'll follow you, man.
3: They won't even know what it's like to be happy
4: <laughs> because
3: <I don't> think... <laughs> they'll have no no sense of feelings at all. All right, like um, I, I, I guess, like I said earlier, I picked up on this some time ago that you know in the in the literature on these um, abductions and you know meeting these aliens, these aliens envy us. There are two things about them: they're afraid of us, and they envy us. And they envy us because we have souls, and they and they don't have that. That's why they can't understand us.
4: Okay, I follow. I follow. Good stuff again. And
3: and you connect that with and you connect that with uh, the uh, the concept of uh, the, uh, that we create our own reality. Well, if, if we create, if we are are the ones that, if we see it, it's there. If we're the ones that. Make up what is real reality, all right? This this virtual reality game that we're all playing, all right? Uh, then uh, we have souls, I don't, uh, you know. That, that, that are, i don't know where I'm going with this. I'm trying to put it into 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 words, but they don't create. Mechanical biological things can't create a damn thing. That, you know they can't create it out of their minds, all right? Because for one thing, you have to have the drive to create something, and if you don't have, if you don't have a personality, you don't have emotions, you don't have drive. Oh, so see. that's what they—they they know that that we're the special ones, and they aren't. They're the ones that maybe a million years ago made that step into into becoming. Biological entities made that big mistake, and been regretting it ever since. If they can feel even regret,
2: gotcha. Okay, and
3: that's what I mean by the only the dead, because they, you know, they can't die. Eventually, you know, maybe, maybe a biological, uh, biological, mechanical thing will can it can die. But uh, I would think if they're that advanced to be able to do that, they'd be able to repair themselves too.
4: Yeah, or so they can't. Yeah, they, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right, cool. I appreciate the call, man. We're running out of time. Uh, final thought here? Okay, sir. Talk to you later. They're the best. They're the best. That's Robert in Pennsylvania. Uh, Check out his book, by the way. He's got a book on Amazon. You can scroll down and check out the link. He wrote a book called uh, Stories from a Fractured Mind, the Robert Collection. So check that out. Uh, Good sci-fi stuff and uh, very much like the stuff we're talking about, Uh, souls and consciousness and time travel and all kinds of crazy stuff in that book. Definitely check it out. Thank you so much for the call, Robert. And uh, that's what we're talking about tonight, Uh, all of this, right? How does this all fit in, this this alien evolution of sorts? And I guess that's really what I should have called the show tonight. Uh, What is alien evolution? And how does it include us? And, well, there's a there's a whole lot that goes into that, and we'll consider, continue considering these things and thinking about them as we go, because, well, that's what we do on Troubled Minds. And so if you're new, I uh, see uh, lots of new folks out there. Thanks for showing up and hanging out with us. Uh, we do this four nights a week. We do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all the crazy stuff. And uh, again, right, like, remember, you don't have to be, in like, stark raving insane here, guano insane, uh, to, to actually... Consider things, right? It's a, it's philosophy. It's, it's one of those, you know, what would evolution look like off the Earth, right? It's things scientists talk about, and just because we're throwing in the gray alien as a result of it, you know, kind of uh, making the equation here, uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make us nuts. And so, uh, trust me, you are not insane either for considering these things. So. Uh, As we finish, well, the the good news is, or the bad news is, we're done. The good news is, God willing, we'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific. You guys know what's going on. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform tonight or on the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. We keep on going, taking your phone calls and talking about the same stuff, and it'll go a little bit off the rails. Wherever you want to take the conversation is where we go. So one more time. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And if you want to be part of it, well, uh, see you tomorrow, 7 p.m. Pacific. And uh, yeah, as we finish, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. do is we're going to take a two-minute break. More Trouble Minds on the way. Third hour coming up. Uh, like I said, if you're interested, then keep calling. We'll keep going. If not, uh, if you guys are like, eh, aliens, whatever, we'll lend a little bit early. So it's up to you. The engagement stays high. We'll keep talking about this. And if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Simple as that. Talking about aliens, gray aliens, biomechanical entities. Is there some link in evolution? Not just our earthly evolution but a galactic evolution between us and them are we related somehow if not well let's talk about it let's think about it and uh like i said we're not insane don't worry don't worry i think about it too all right here we go more trouble minds on the way two minute break be right back All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and tonight we're talking about, well, aliens, right? Aliens, but not just your typical run-of-the-mill alien. How about your gray alien, which I guess in general terms would be your typical run-of-the-mill, but okay, how about this? Let me, wait, 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 let me reframe that. What I mean is, we're talking about your typical run-of-the-mill alien in a new way, meaning, okay, if these gray aliens in UFO mythology are some sort of biomechanical thing Well, where does that fit in, like, in galactic evolutionary scale? Are we part of that? Are we actually some sort of uh, maybe precursor to that? And if so, how close are we? And so meaning the aliens, right, as they're described, they have two arms and two legs, they got eyes, they got, you know, the little nose slits, they got all that, they got the big head. So they're not that much different than us, right, Uh, according to, to how the mythologies go. So... I don't know. Maybe we do fit into that family somewhere, right? Maybe it is that galactic family, some sort of galactic evolutionary type of situation. But uh, how does that how does that work? What does that look like? Uh, you know, we had some comments there about the Anunnaki, and I brought them up a little bit earlier. Uh, we can ask Kelly about that here in just a sec as well. But but the thing is this, right? When you frame it all that way and say, okay, well, if we are in some sort of intergalactic evolutionary I don't know, like, uh, part, part of the system, part of that system, what does it mean? Have, have you know, like uh, Derek said earlier, uh, maybe panspermia is the aliens sending all this out, just, just littering the entire place, the entire galaxy with life to evolve on its own. And so at some point they can come interact, they can come harvest, they can come whatever it is they want to do, right? They can come maybe uh, again, take us over like with some sort of like a mental telepathy or right. remote viewing or who knows, like who knows what's really going on out there. And so, you know, once again, uh, don't, don't take me wrong. I don't know. I don't have these answers. I just have questions and uh, I do like considering possibilities that are way out there. And if you consider On Earth, we have the Darwinian evolution. Well, I think, clearly, you would have to have knowledge of other species, right? Other actual extraterrestrial species to come up with a theory of uh, some sort of maybe... Uh, galactic Darwinian evolution, right? So so I think that would exist, wouldn't it? I think that would kind of be uh same thing in the same vein. So one more time here, we're still considering this and how do we fit into that family or not at all. I'm okay with that. If you think they're here, like Robert described, maybe they're here as a uh, you know, maybe, uh, the soul has been removed out of these things and that's why they're, they're emotionless and they're here and they're, they're afraid of us. They're in awe of us. They love us. They, they want to be us because we are maybe in the golden point of evolution where, uh, and I'm speculating here and I'm, you know, a little hubris, so excuse me. Uh, but I don't do that a ton because, you know, I have faith in humanity for sure, or I wouldn't be doing this, but, uh, I, I think that, um, uh, it is it is easy to get in our own way sometimes with ego and with all the rest of this with wars and you know you know how it goes so so anyway what do you think how do you uh, how do you like this conversation all the rest of the stuff we're looking for feedback all the good stuff if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link and um, let's go to kelly kelly in colorado whenever you're ready my friend how are you tonight
1: Good evening. How's
4: it going, Mike? Oh, doing good, man. Doing, doing very well. Uh, this is one of those ones that you know you start saying A and B, and then after an hour, you're talking about you know uh, uh, W X Y Z. Like it it, 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 goes fast, man. Like lots of lots of theories to consider here. What are your thoughts with this stuff?
1: Yeah, uh, um, I don't know the grays. Like uh, you know, there's i you know, of course, delving in some of the stuff as well as the but. Um, some of the things that I've ran across is just, just kind of like with everybody else, you know, the saying that these things might be biomechanical or, um, you know, people thought that they were, you know, something like that because of the the more of a uh, dead feeling they got with them, I guess you could say, uh, you know, it's not, I guess, uh, less emotional than what they say. But. <clears throat> I'm going to point you towards um I, I posted this guy on on Discord one time but uh I'm going to I'm, I'm going to point people towards um the interview by David Icke right he interviewed in a, it was an African shaman his name was Credo uh, Mutwa, and um he talks about those uh the gray aliens but the interview he was talking about more of uh, the reptilian species is what they call a Cheetahuli is what they call them is what his tribe called them with the cheetah was the uh, reptilians but the, the what they call the the little grays he said they were just a uh, I guess a type of um it was another creature that you know they they it was a creation that they had made right and um It's not like they were biomechanical. I guess it was, you know, kind of like if if that's the case. If they're saying, you know, people would think that, uh, you know, they're biomechanical, they're alive, but yet they're type of a robot. That wouldn't then. That would I would say that's what you would call a human being, right? Because you know we're you know we're type of a machine. This this meat curtain that we have, and it's a pretty advanced one. If you know to that, but. You know, it, you put a net, an, 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 what people would call an essence or a soul in it. And that's just what a human is more or less, you know, but anyway, in uh, the interview with uh, uh, David Ike with this Creed of Wutua, you know, he was saying that they were a worker, but the, 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 the thing that you're looking at is not, it's a suit, more or less like a, a tight fitting garment. Right. And, um, and it, it but if you were to take it off, right, and the eye, you know, the big eyeballs, he said when he seen one, you know, when they were, uh, when they, uh, I guess, came to him, you know, and he had his contact with them. he was explaining it. In the interview, I'll post it in, it's, a, it's like three-hour interview, part one. But um, he says if the skin, when you take that suit off, they're more like a fleshy, they look real pale. You know, the skin would look like something he said. The the way he described it was the best description he said was it looked like a skinned, uh, like a freshly skinned animal. You know, the pinky, the pinky, fleshy skin. So I uh, kind of with that, I kind of go with like, you know, go go to the, the Travis Walton story. Right. Where, you know, the movie that they made where he said when he was in the. And, and well i don't know if that was more hollywood but like he was explaining he was you know when he was moving about the ship that he ran across that, that room and then he could see that they was like uh they were more like suits you know they were they weren't really what that's that's not really what they look like
4: yeah fire in the sky is what you're talking about that movie
1: yeah yeah but yeah so you know in that uh video he you know credo mutua he's he's describing what these things look like, you know, and, you know, they were thinking, uh, I love, you know, what ran through other, you know, videos or whatever I've seen, but like, uh, there was one saying that, you know, that, that, that's what, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, they were buying mechanical and they, I guess as a creature, you know, they're tired. Cause you know, they're not, I, I don't know if they can, um, If, you know, if they can uh, reproduce as a creature like that, or I haven't, you know, heard anything, you know, ran across anything like that, but I don't know if they're just made, you know what I mean? And their lifespan, how long it would last or whatever, but I was a uh, highly advanced, you know, uh, moving around the stars, right? know, you know you're not be able, you probably won't be able to go down on most planets due to, you know, atmospheric or germs or whatever in the, you know, in the atmosphere or even in land and water or whatnot. So, yeah, I would send down something like that, you know, something like robotic. I don't know Have to be, you know, would have to be fleshy like that. I don't know why would you think that would have to be biomechanical. It'd probably be better if it was more mechanical if it was anything like that. So I think these things are more or less, you know, it's a it's a creature that was created. If it was a creature that was created, who says that it has to be, you know, by a god or whatnot? You know, it's a it's a creation. So most creations like that is going to have what people would call a soul or something. Who say who's who's to say that they're soulless? You know, maybe they're just a, uh, you know, they're a different creature. They don't need to talk. You know, they they're more advanced through, you know, the mind where they can telecommunications or or not telecommunications but, you know, uh, telepathy and shit, you know, telepathy and um, uh, be able to move stuff, you know, because you hear stories that these things can, you know, whatever technology they got, they're able to move through walls, you know, dematerialize through, you know, through walls and end up, you know, in their spaceship or, or even people that are even being drug out there out of their houses, you know, and they're being dematerialized and materialized like with a tractor beam or something. So who knows, man? I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a good question because you know, you really wouldn't know until I guess you'd have to be there.
4: Yeah, well, I mean and that's that's okay. I mean, we're not uh, we're not looking for the answers answers. That's uh, speculation's all good. Uh, And so, so maybe you're right there and we'll take it. Let's run with that for a sec. Maybe they are just entities like us. Maybe they're, you know, they do have their own soul and it's just different. It's different than ours. It's like a, maybe it's a, maybe their soul resides in a different dimension sort of thing. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe there's something like that going on, sort of that phase shift sort of situation, but like on a, on a level of the soul, on a level of consciousness and maybe, maybe uh, these, these individuals are. Uh, exploring outside of that, you know, and they're, they're doing it through these bodies, right? So that would mean uh, kind of in terms of UFOs, you know, they talk about orbs, or they talk about these tic-tacs or whatever, these things kind of come in and out, you know, they kind of phase in and out, maybe those are the actual aliens. And they're sort of using these, you know, those are the souls of the aliens, right? And they're using these things as the vessel, right? Uh, And and not meaning that they're two separate things or the same thing. They're just connected some, some way we don't quite understand, right? Maybe something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if the people they're using them as a vessel or something like that. But I, you know, if, if for me, I, I just think they're just another creature. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah, they do have a, uh, I don't know what we would call a soul. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you listen. And for me, I, I try to do disconnect from the human feeling and and what we would consider, you know, what a human would consider uh, life. You know, what I mean, so the feeling, you know, what I mean, the human, but maybe you know. The higher intelligence don't need all that, you know. So that's another thing I was kind of going into that, you know. It it may it I don't know. You know, if we're going to go towards that, you know, that whole uh, connection where you know they're they're looking for the human feeling, or something to that effect, or what it would be, uh, you know, more alive. Whether you know not 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 being human per se, but you know whatever they used to be. You know, it's kind of like that movie Lucy, you know, where they, she was high, you know, she the more intelligent she became, she became less human, she had less feelings. Or even like that movie on the Watchmen where he had the, Dr. Manhattan, where, you know, his, he became more intelligent. The more intelligent he became, the less, you know, need for to even have the, those human feelings. So, you know, he became, I guess they were, I guess, more cold or whatnot, but I don't know. Maybe that's just the direction that, you know, that they are, that, you know, they're so advanced, you know, they don't need speech, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, they, like I said, they just do everything through the mind. You can, if that's the case, then, you know, they could probably move shit with their mind. So who knows?
4: Yeah, you would think. And then again, that opens up a whole bunch of other stuff, right? Whole other can of worms, right? Like, what is that power? What's going on with that type of stuff? And we talked about the force. We've talked about that in the past, right? Like kind of equating the force with some of this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, And again, right? So we we did bring up the Anunnaki a little bit earlier. Do you think the greys actually fit into that? Or do you think it's something else entirely?
1: I don't know, so <clears throat> I looked into that and more, and, and the more I would try to figure out what what they used to call the you know like the gigi, you know it's all in the stories where they always claim to be Anunnaki, but yet like a different race or a different creation or whatever. So they were like their worker ones that before they created you know humans. That's the story goes is that, and you know when they showed them, I guess you know they were show, they, had, they had the leader of the gigi. You know, and then they showed what their, their next creation would be, and the Giggy were more or less, they weren't jealous, they were mad, you know, like, oh, this thing right here is going to take over what we could do. Um, So you kind of have that, you know, per se, if that wasn't, you know, and, in, in, you know, if if, if true, yeah, you, you know, that's where you hear stories of, like, even in biblical words, you know, they were jealous of, you know, uh, god's new creation which was humans you know you know so i don't know man uh, the greys for me i don't know for me anyway the giggy the more i look into that one i would say that um i mean it could be the greys but uh, or a grey type creature but for me i i would say it was more of the, a reptilian race with all the uh, statues of the ancient past you know all through that area in japan you know, all the things that you find in, you know, ancient history with all that. It leans more towards that, I, I would say, anyway. But uh, for, you know, Anunnaki side, for the, uh, and, and again, if that's the case, then, you know, they, you know, obviously they could create something, too. You know, everything, I mean, I don't know if they could do what, like, Enki did, because he was creator, because it was, you know, he was all in science, but... I don't know, man. That, that'd that be, for me, I would say a no, because, I, like I said, it leans more for me like a reptile-looking reptile creature for the uh, giggy. But who knows? It, it, those things that the greys, you know, that most people represent them as looking, they're kind of, you know, you would say it would be rep, kind of reptilian-looking too. You know, it looks like a, some of a lizard or an ant or something, you know.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, all good stuff there. So, so in your opinion, you're, again, uh, you're way more into the the that Iggy stuff, and the uh, you know, way more about that uh, Anunnaki and the Sitchin and all that stuff. So, just in your opinion, how you're feeling right now is the Greys kind of don't fit into that. You think there's something else entirely?
6: Yeah,
1: I think uh, Greys are come from. Um, I don't know. To me, you know, the stories for those ones that i've ran across with more of the uh like zeta reticuli area you know i mean there's like if you go through history you know with all the planet or with all the star systems that are you know that they've uh replicated here on earth with you know with like uh, positions of like you know pyramids and stuff like that orion's Belt, or you know the the 12 sisters which is you know the Palladians. Or you know stuff like that. You gotta kind of look at what they're leading as star systems. The kind of clues of what they're where they were from. You know, kind of like the Dogon tribe. You know, when they was uh, this, they knew about the Sirius B before you know we even knew that they even existed. But yeah, for the uh, I don't know, man, that whole the gray is more I would say because you know it leans more toward you know they said they. Some people, you know, antiquate with like uh, the, the insectoid type things, you know, they were taller, you know, they came into the room afterwards, or, you know, stuff like that. Um, for me, that would be more like, you know, like, yeah, the risada ticuli, you know, in that type star system
4: yeah I mean well it's it's a big galaxy I mean we're not and we're talking just the galaxy we're not even talking like <laughs> the rest of the universe at large right so I mean i I think it stands to reason that all there's room for all that right this is a this is a big ass place and so uh, to, we got to consider all that so okay uh gotcha so so uh, what about what about your thoughts on like that evolutionary sort of thing I was describing where maybe We fit into that evolutionary process somehow like maybe we are you know a part of their you know genetic manipulation sort of thing and maybe they're coming back now just to maybe harvest right or something right we've talked about this in the past for sure but kind of in larger terms do you think that there's a connection between our evolution and theirs kind of on a galactic scale
1: yeah um that's an interesting thought too because I don't know, man. Uh, for me, again, you know, uh, going into this, uh, you know, in this realm, for me, you know, with all the, you know, the attention of these type species that are that supposedly have been here, right? If, even if we go with, like, the Russian book where it has, like, 50 different, six, 56 different species, and then you go with uh, what well, was documented in, um, um, you know, from the guy that, you know, on their disclosure project where he you know he said he was from you know the 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 united states government and then we had you know 50 like what 58 different species that have some have you know most of them have gone, come and gone but you know there's some that are still you know around but i mean if you go with those ones man like who knows you know they could all all these creatures could be here you know and to actually interbreed to try to or know that maybe we're a, a base pattern, you know, like where they could, you know, create more of them by just using, you know, kind of like, you know, it's like a simple cell, you know, kind of like you, you could manipulate a simple cell. And maybe we're the simple cell that, you know, we could be manipulated and maybe that's why all these other type species are interested in this, you know, you never know. You could take it in that direction or the fact that, you know, maybe they're just here to see you know, how we were created as, uh, you know, if you go by the Anunnaki story, you know, if we go on, if we're going by, you know, that's uh, the only thing we can go by is through what Earth's history is telling us, right? So that's why I go back so far and, you know, kind of look at those. And, and those are somewhere, you know, for me, they're just amazing to work some of these stories, you know, because it's already written down. Like some of these other stories where these other people come out and they. You know, say they talk to different people, or you know, I'm not saying that's not possible because I've, you know, I've, I've done it and I've, you know, practiced some of that stuff. But I don't know, man. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. You got to, unless you know, you've seen it yourself, and you know, you can say that you've partaked in some of the stuff that's, you know, going on. That's even, you know, I, I even a hint of the galactic, uh, uh life that's out there, you know.
4: Yeah, well, it does seem that, uh, again, like like if you're talking about, uh, and and I agree, clearly, all we have to work with is what we have on the Earth, right? And so uh, I talk about all the time about anthropology, archaeology, and how, you know, we're working with like just a very, very small sample size. And so we're trying to fill in a ton of blanks, right, based on educated guesses and things like that. But now consider that on a galactic scale. I mean, holy crap, talk about small sample sizes of all sample sizes. We don't even know like probably i don't know what 10 percent of what's up with the earth you know what i mean <laughs> so, so i mean like you extrapolate that amount of knowledge over over a galactic span and man we don't know jack shit do we <laughs>
1: yeah man or or that you know it was recorded at one time and i think you know it was all destroyed you know you with all those ancient libraries and everything else but yeah you know on the galactic scale, you know, like I said, that's how everything is. Just, uh, I take life as you know, it's like we're just the blink of the, of the eye. But again, you know, going back to this, I don't, I don't know, man. For me, I see it as you know, they could be, you know, if like I said, for me, if I was the ones that are, you know, the star jumpers, you know, from uh, planet to planets, to planets to galaxies and whatnot. You know, yeah, you would have, you you would have a uh, what you would call a worker or a robot or something. I would do that. I mean, that's one, that's one thing that I would do. I mean, that's that would be a gimme. You know, I mean, you don't want to unless you can scan the planet, obviously, kind of like the Star Trek, Star Wars type thing, where you can see, the you know, life forms and what type of stuff, atmospheric conditions before you can even set foot on it. But yeah, you could see, like, if you roll up on our planet, right? And you, let's say there was something in there that you can not go down there, but yes, there's teeming them with life and it's our life form. Yeah, you know, so you would create something that could go down there to do, maybe snatch up a couple, you know, kind of like fishing, you know, out of the ocean. Snatch a couple up, pull it up, you know, do some experiments on it and see what, how it ticks. You know, that's what we do
4: yeah exactly exactly and maybe that's what's happening on their end right if they're if if we're not related or connected at all in any way uh, they, they'd probably show up and just start slicing us up they're like oh look at these l- these squishy things let's see what's inside of them <laughs> i mean totally right <laughs> makes sense
1: it makes sense you know so i don't know i just wanted to add that to it man if i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and post that one um interview with david ike and um uh credo mood wise it's uh, very interesting okay but yeah uh, he goes in detail with you know kind of what those things look like, like without that without the the suit is what he calls it or like a
2: garment
4: yeah austin was talking about that when he called in called in uh first thing when we started the show so yeah good stuff man uh, you're the best uh you want to hang out and you're, you're gonna bounce up to you as always brother
1: no man i'm gonna bounce this time
4: Okay. Thank you so much for the call. Thanks for the fantastic ideas. You were the man. We'll catch you later, Kelly. Say hi to Michelle for us, okay?
1: All right, brothers. You guys take it easy.
4: Thanks a lot, man. You too. All right. Let's go to uh, our good friend, James. Thanks, Kelly in Colorado. James in Michigan, Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, my brother? How are
8: you? I'm good. It's a great discussion tonight and a great, great topic.
4: Thank you. Uh, well, I—it's weird, right? Because there's so much like aliens and whatnot. It's like, how do you kind of take it in, in a new direction? And I think, uh, you know, in sort of the evolutionary biology on a galactic scale. Well, I mean, we kind of don't know anything about it. Like I was saying, so we—why not, right? With enough maybe juice, anything is possible. <laughs> what are your thoughts, James?
8: <laughs> yeah. Well, I just—I think. Um the things that keep coming back to me, the first thing is, and this is not meant, you know, as as this isn't directed at anyone because I, I do love, you know, hearing everyone's thoughts and I'm not saying that, you know, again, this is not about right or wrong or any of that, but I think it is important. I think it's been mentioned a couple of times. We're just basing a lot of this on on our own species and what we're like... And similarities that we're seeing, uh, according to reports, between us and these things. But that, I don't know if that def- necessarily means that we're connected in any way, for sure. Um, so I think that's kind of important, just in the, in the way that, because if we think about it, all uh, living things have... Energy, whether you want to call it a consciousness or a soul or whatever, but it's it's probably it it, it could be that it's different in each in each different kind of living thing. Um, so that's just that. So that means animals of all different kinds they would have each have their own kind of energy. Um, if we go with that idea, and so maybe they these whatever these are again they would have their own and maybe they they have their own feelings and emotions and thoughts but they're not like ours so we don't recognize them
4: yeah that was, okay so so you you just literally took this to a whole nother dimension literally meaning this right so if we're talking about uh sort of like a on a galactic level uh evolution right of like you know flesh and blood how it becomes biomechanical well what about the evolution of consciousness and the evolution of a soul right so uh, so right we very much like to quantify what flesh and blood means and what you know even adding all this other stuff to it as speculation but but then once you start saying wait a minute though what if they do have souls but they're just a different kind right like um, people talk about auras you know you see a blue one an orange one a red one or this one or that one what if it's very similar in that they have an exact soul but not exactly, right? It's it's close, but it's not exactly. Maybe the evolution of that and that consciousness on wherever they came from is close enough to emulate or, you know, apples to apples, but it's still not the same thing, right? It's like the, uh, the Granny Smith versus the Red Delicious, right? It's still an apple, but, well, it's very, very different.
8: Yeah, and we can take that all the way from the way they're created to the way they... They die or or change. If they don't die, um, the way they transfer from one shell to another. Again, just the idea that that um, whether you want to call it organic or non-organic, it's still the the shells that 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 our bodies are made of are still made of different materials. We just put importance on them, maybe. Because of our own species, just that, that whole ego thing, you know, we're better because we're made of this or that. And, and other things are worse because they're not made of that, because they're made of technology or whatever. Um, you know, I, I, again, like I said, I, you know, it's I think it's important to look at all the the differences and similarities, but not put any make um not claim that one is better than the other in any way
4: yeah well i mean you know don't ask me you already know my my ego's as big as the sun so (laughs) don't ask me if you if you want to measure souls against aliens boy i'll tell you what uh, match me up against any of them but well that's my ego speaking so <laughs> but you know what i mean like i'm with you 100% um what's what good is it without making jokes at yourself but okay so so i get i get where you're headed with this so so do you think there is a connection at all so you're saying we we got to be careful in even stating any sort of connection whatsoever right
8: evolutionary or soul or otherwise yeah and it, this whole thing makes me wonder about and this goes beyond the whole gray thing in a way but the, it makes me wonder if the um, the beings in mythology and in re- in different religions—not that I'm this is a, g- a knock on any religion—I'm just saying, mythical figures or religious figures of that are not human. I wonder if maybe they had their own evolution, and we're just witnessing them in some cases. And um, we think of them as purely of our own creation, but if they're not, maybe they have um, gone through this evolution and they're made of other materials. Again, just an idea of applying this to the whole idea of other other different um, species and, and different, just everything, to, to um, like I said, like let's say the, the old ones the crafting old ones what if those had their own evolution through how many um mil- thousands or millions of years billion yeah exactly right? to become what they are
4: yeah i love it i love it and so but that would be a completely separate thing that would be literally off off of our chart entirely And so, so that's what you're saying. It's like these things can be extremely separate and different, and and that's okay too, right? That's that's an okay okay thought here. I appreciate it. Yeah,
8: and then also, what if one of those that is really powerful at this point is the is the one controlling the greys, and they are just extensions of it, in one way or another, or maybe each one could be an extension of a separate being. Um, Again, because we don't, you know, we don't uh, have any of them here that we we can just talk to easily, uh, whenever we want to, you know, uh, we haven't officially met them yet, I guess you could say, we don't know.
4: Yeah, it depends on who you ask, I guess, as always, right? As always, it depends True. on who you ask. <laughs> Some people have said they've met him. Uh, so, okay, so so interestingly, uh, I know you were listening to The Einstein Show. Remember, we had uh, supposedly the student of Einstein that went with him to the, the quote, Roswell crash. And uh, Jennifer brings up in the chat a good point that, Uh, You know, sometimes they described him as wearing uniforms and not clothes remember how she described him as kind of being in these Uniforms to the neck kind of down to the boots and it was all connected I think it is curious how both of those things are are reported in all this and it makes me suspicious, right? It makes me kind of suspicious on how how all this really shakes out uh, Regarding some of the reports and you know, I don't know all of this makes me suspicious when it comes from official sources You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
8: I don't know. Yeah and also, I mentioned this in the beginning of the show in the chat, and I don't remember where I heard this, but I heard in one story, in one case of a, someone who was, I'm not sure if they were abducted or if they, there was an attempted at abduction, and they basically uh, punched at one of these beings, and it hit, they hit the, the black eye, and it turned out it wasn't actually an eye, it was a cover. It was like a suit, it was like, like the outer, it was like basically this thing was wearing a suit like the gray you know that we we know of it was more of a suit than it was the actual being right right so i don't remember what was under that but you know that that's a a interesting idea too
4: yeah back to the whole astronaut thing right like like at some point don't we become the suit right like it's it's built into us so so, like like again what what do they say that you know the term the, the clothes make the man well I guess if you're an ancient astronaut, maybe. <laughs> ancient astronaut theorists, say yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, great, great thoughts, man. Um, how about uh, with, uh, what else you got? What else you got? I won't lead you in any particular direction here. What else you got, my friend? Good stuff, good stuff.
8: Well, no, that's basically it. For, for I just love the, I love connecting everything to everything when I can, and you know, again not not that I'm saying that I know any of this or that I'm writer, you know, but just I love I love it when you can kinda make connections between things and just see where those lead. Um I did actually I was thinking of the the the, the mechanical being thing that the um you know them being basically machines of some kind. That really is interesting to me and the idea of of spirits that that was the, that was what I wanted to talk about. Derek Nightstalker nice really got me. He, he he brings this up once in a while, and I always think about writing a story based on it. The idea that spirits can move into machines and inhabit them and and animate them. I just wonder how do, and again, I, you know, I don't know, but how do we know that if the machine, depending on the machine, how do we know that you can't still have your feelings? How do we know that the feelings are? purely a biological thing, what if they're part of part of that your your energy? Your you know, whatever you want to call it, your soul or your spirit or your energy or consciousness. Um, I I don't doubt you know what a lot of these these stories, these reports of, of encounters have said, but how do we know that those situations and those those are the only kinds of grays, let's say, that are out there, that don't have feelings
4: exactly right and and uh so so basically the soul and the consciousness are could be intertwined and like not not uh separable right so if you move one into the other maybe they follow or maybe they don't like uh robert robert seems to think opposite and so you're, you're postulating the opposite of that and that's okay that's what we do here that's why this is uh, part of uh, getting together and just kind of throwing out some ideas to, to get closer to what uh, you know, again, philosophy, it's it's philosophy anyway, like, like you said, you don't know the answers, I don't know the answers, we're just getting together uh, having a conversation here. And I like it. I like the idea. Maybe it is linked. Maybe you can't separate the two, or there's uh, some catastrophic failure of of the body of the, the the spirit of the whatever, right? Maybe the consciousness breaks. Maybe the vegetable, you know, the quote vegetable moves over into the new thing, because it can't exist without the soul I like it man I love the thoughts good stuff good stuff um, uh, all right so so uh, what but what about the larger the larger thought on the evolutionary galactic stuff? Do you think there is, in some capacity, like I said, be careful making those links all the time? Do you think it's possible, though, that there is maybe some link with that panspermia bit and how you know life kind of gets scattered about on planets with you know sun 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 dust and things like this? Uh, you think it is intentional?
8: I don't know. I, I'm. I don't doubt that. Um, you know. I mean, they say we're made of stardust. I mean, that, you know, that were literally made of stars in one level or another, um, or at least the materials of them. Um, And I think that when you have celestial objects, you know, crashing into each other, that can send any number of materials going through space in any any number of directions. Um, So it's hard to say, you know, if any of that intentional or not. Um, it's very interesting to think about it being that way, intentional, because then, then you, you're left wondering who is the one setting all this in motion.
4: Exactly. Like, hey, I want to talk to the boss. I want to talk to the guy in charge here. I'm not talking about his understudy. I want to talk to the boss. How high does that go? <laughs>
8: How high does that Yeah. Go? Yeah. And is it, is it one boss? Is it, is it several? right Uh, is it a council
4: of nine (laughs) yeah Yeah. there you go there you go there you go Uh, i don't know how we got to it in the chat but we're talking about uh uh, uh let's see uh night stalker says you're gonna get a kick out of this uh we we might be evil uh, he says this we might even be able to feel more not limited by five senses it might feel amazing and matt wants to know but could you have an orgasm and <laughs> night stalker says a super robogasm with the power of a thousand suns <laughs> i don't know how we got here but it's hilarious <laughs> okay (laughs) (laughs) like i said i don't know how we got here but that's uh that's that's your chat update for the moment james you're the best my friend what else you got for us tonight
8: i think that's it but um great calls all the way through as always
4: and you as well thank you so much Uh, everybody please give james a follow he does a uh, podcast called salcedo paranormal you can find the links down below both on rockfin and youtube just scroll down click on salcedo paranormal uh, podcast and you can find him he does streams three times a week matter of fact let me get your discord link real quick and share that out as well while we're at it and uh go go follow his discord if you guys are on our discord or anybody else's discord jump in there and uh come say hi to james he does a paranormal podcast through stream three times a week monday wednesday friday is his current schedule as far as i'm aware and uh he does it at 5 p.m pacific time so go go say hi and uh it's uh, as he says it's halloween for him 12 months out of the year appreciate it my brother
8: that's right yeah
4: thank you thank you so much thanks james all right good stuff we're talking about aliens that's right aliens but not just aliens uh, of course the gray aliens. We're talking about biomechanical. We're talking about how maybe this is some sort of evolutionary, uh, maybe the next step. What's the next step for us? I think when you talk about, uh, you know, Darwinian evolution and, you know, uh, once again, talking about small sample sizes, um, we only have, like Kelly said, we only have what we have on the earth, right? That's, That's really like The only things we can study. And even then, right, we have such a small sample size that our reality is, it's kind of patchwork, right? It's patchwork. Uh, And, you know, like you can philosophically make the argument that the, is there such a thing as an objective reality versus subjective and our brain filters everything. And imagine if you remove the the brain filter from it, what the the world and the universe itself would actually look like. It's hard to say. It's it's hard to say. So that's what's up. That's what's on my mind tonight how does this all work what do you think speaking in terms of like a, like a like a galactic evolution if you're talking about life are we a part of that cycle i mean clearly i think we're part of the part of the the you know life as it is but how do, how does that work? Are we connected to the the grays or the aliens or any of the rest of this stuff? And like I said, right, there's no answers here. We're not we're not trying to tell anybody what to think or what to do or any of that stuff. You you be you. You believe what you want to. Just uh, you know, we're kind of trying to suspend our disbelief and talk about. Uh, the nature of not just the Earth, the, but the galaxy and, of course, the universe at large. And, of course, sometimes we get super, super deep and go into the multiverse or even super backwards and upside down and talk about the metaverse. What's up, Zuck? I'm talking to you. The metaverse. Yeah. But okay, so looking to hear from you guys, what are your thoughts on this? As, as we finish this up, we got about 15 minutes left. If uh, you have thoughts on this, you're up, you're up. Love to hear what you uh, what you think about uh, some sort of, um, why are gray aliens typically known in UFO mythology as being biomechanical or entirely mechanical, robots as it were? Uh, what's going on with that? And what is that all about? So I uh, love your thoughts on this. If you, uh, actually, we have people that are, have actually been um, experiencers that have called into the show. So you've actually uh, had have experienced that, that abduction phenomenon, and you and you can say for without a doubt one way or the other because you know what's happening. Well, we'd love to hear from you. We've had people call in and tell us about their experiences with uh, actual entities, um, and you know, being abducted in the middle of the night type thing, and being returned without um, and without without any time passing sort of the missing time stuff so uh, once again right we're open to all that stuff Um, if you say something that's uh, kind of you know off of what my brain is willing to perceive i'm not going to come at you for it just again you know i'll respect you you respect me and it's easy but literally that's the only rule you can believe what you want the only rule to be on this show and to come hang out in this chat and be with us is just be respectful that's it respect yourself respect others and here we are Here we are. All right. So what's up, standing bear? I see you on YouTube. How you doing? Uh, Play as play as I'm not sure what that means. Uh, But what you doing? Uh, Thanks for hanging out over there on uh on rockfin we got to some good chat happening here uh good what i say good shit good chat is what i meant uh tam bam says if the biomechanical aliens are planning on hurting humanity then they're biologically killable yeah i want tam on my team what's up robert says if it's true we are the creators of reality that nothing exists unless we think it into existence then we imagine those aliens into existence Therefore, they cannot hurt humanity because we created them and can just as easily uncreate them. Nice, nice. I love the thought. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ronald says, if we could somehow interface the biomechanical aliens with T-Mobile, they would buffer all the time. Problem solved. <laughs> and there it is. All right. Uh, I gotta scroll up because Stanley Bear says, refer to my other comment above. Welcome to the stream, my friend. Let's go refer to your other comment. Let's do that. And then we got Jay in New York. We'll go to his call in just a sec. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh! I missed it entirely what's up standing bear says maybe these gray alien beings are avatars that higher dimensional beings can occupy to interact with us in this dimension like you would create a character to play in as in a video game i like it i like the thought that's exactly what we're talking about right uh, what elon musk says are we actually living in the base reality right and odds are probably not probably not So that's a, that's, that's a mind fuck in and of itself, right? Like that's the whole, once you're like, wait a minute, right? Like you are the Sims. We are the Sims. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute here. Something's not right with that, but yeah, great comment. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for, uh, thanks for contributing. Uh, Let's see. There you go. Jennifer says, maybe we've all been abducted and it could be right. Maybe that's that. Maybe the dream state. We can go into some of that. Uh, we haven't done a dream show in a while. Maybe we're due for that. Dreams are dreams are pretty fantastic and uh, uh, lots of lots of cool stuff there. Uh, thanks, guys, for all the amazing chat. I appreciate it so much. Thanks for all the amazing calls. Let's uh, keep on trucking. We're talking about aliens tonight, and not just aliens. We're talking about gray aliens in the sense that um, in the the actual, um, uh, what you call it, the, the the UFO mythology, that gray aliens are actually uh, biomechanical of sorts, or maybe entirely mechanical, as people have described them, without emotion, sort of a, maybe a golem of sort with, uh, that are uh, animated uh, to, to kind of come and do scientific experiments or, you know, be like drone sort of worker bees. And so they don't have this emotional capacity that we do. They're sort of in a, um, well... Let's say without it, just without it. Uh, Good stuff. Uh, What's up, David? says, community of great minds create great calls. This has been a wormhole of a show. I'm glad you dig it. I'm glad you dig it. Like I said, it's easy with great company. So thank you so much, everybody, for contributing to this. Uh, let's go to our good friend. Uh, we're still taking phone calls, guys. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link at Troubled Minds, and uh, it's free, and you come meet lots of great people there. Uh, let's go to our good friend, Jay in New York. Jay, what's up, brother? How are you? My mom wants to know how you are. How you doing, brother? You there? Test one, two. Just one, too. Jay in New York. Might need to reboot. Reset. Whatever's going on over there. There you go. There you go. He's on it. Okay, so uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. Uh, like I said, it's easy to just say, "Yeah, aliens real or not, right?" And then talk about particular, um, you know, uh, abduction incidents, right? That's one thing, but it's another thing entirely to talk about why uh, the aliens are here, what they're trying to do, uh, how do we fit into their their plans, or maybe into their even this intergalactic, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, evolution. Is is it? Are we going to be gray aliens next? Think about it. Elon Musk says they're going to Mars, and what happens to humans then? Do we do we simply by moving one planet over? Do we 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 become more bio, uh, biomechanical instantly? Right because we're going to need what? Like expanded lung capacity. We're going to need all kinds of weird stuff happening with, with humans because you're, you know, ideally you're not going to be out there, you know, uh, like sloughing concrete out there in the Martian sun, right? That's not going to happen. So what's going to happen instead is, you know, people are going to become more accustomed to being inside and under shelter, doing more type of computer work, all kinds of weird stuff, right? Avoiding the radiation, et cetera, so on. So, you know, what happens in just 50 years from now? and Elon takes his colony to Mars and well then what uh, humans start to become not humans anymore at all do they it seems super fast that uh, you know literally you can snap your fingers and that biology uh certainly becomes biomechanical super fast when you have to adapt to other planets and you sort of take that um the the uh the the um Darwinian evolution to another planet So you're taking evolution into your own hands So I don't know, uh, you tell me That's uh, that's what we're talking about, that's what we're thinking about 702-957-1037 Click the discord link at troubledminds.org Let's go to uh, our good buddy Jay Jay in New York Welcome to the show, what's up my friend?
6: Hey
9: Mike Sorry, let me do my volume down on the
4: tablet. Oh good bro I'll, uh, um, I'll be quiet for just a moment What's happening? I gotta I got
9: Double speak get you. Um, Wow, I mean, everybody's ideas today in a blender really get the James. Damn it, James! At the end, you <laughs> made me change my mind on everything. Damn it, James! It just <clears throat> not in a bad way, and in a great way. I mean, that's what's awesome about having these conversations. But I mean, I was thinking about if they're biomechanical suits, why are they biomechanical suits? Because they can't come here, like you know, put thought a conversation. You know, diseases, environment, air, whatever, food. You know, so we'll just send a robot down there. But then they're controlled by something else. You know, are they controlled through an algorithm that they just come down here and do their info and then fly back? That's got to take them forever, you know? Are they going through a portal or something, you know? Or are they just astral projecting here? Like, a lot of different shows got thrown into a blender for me tonight yeah definitely so you know so now they're astro projecting their ideas here what well, they're astro projecting you can astral project into a machine or does it have to be somewhat almost living you know in the most minuscule amount just to be able to do it and that's kind of one of the things that i was thinking about And then i was wondering if like the elite and the ancient knowledge of the world were actually bioengineering some of the things that were in the news show and stuff like that bioengineering things to make these things are we all doing this just so we can make a little better gray alien for them to come down here and hang out with us and tell us a secret to the universe or really you guys got to dig underneath the sphinx that's where the stargate is it's in all (laughs) the writings on all the damn walls everywhere you've looked
4: (laughs) it's like it's like well we, we knew all along guys we knew all along yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff. I'm watching uh Stargate SG1. I uh, just got into season 4 and uh it gets it just gets better and better. The first 6 episodes were cringe, man, but uh you bring up Stargate and my my mind goes to Stargate SG1 It's so good. It's so
9: Yeah. Cool. Just wait till that one leaves you hanging and you go on to Atlantis and
4: SG1. Oh, you you seen them all,
9: huh? Yeah. Oh, man, I was nutty about them. all. I really did. I was I was paying money on the uh Remember when you used to have to download things on? Uh, I can't remember. It was Apple. It was the iTunes Store or something like that. If you wanted to watch the show and you didn't have cable or something like that, you could the day after it was on, you could download it for a dollar ninety nine. Was that was me with the Stargate shows? Nice, nice, junky about it
4: nice yeah that's good stuff that's one of those ones that's uh chock full of all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff we're talking about all the time like like phase shifts and right like the ancient egyptians and like these uh these these symbiotes that are uh, anyway no spoilers but holy crap if you guys haven't seen
9: yeah i'm I'm just gonna let you talk about it because i could probably ruin the whole yeah, I'm going to stop. I'm not going right to do it.
4: I'm going to stop right there. But anyway, so so back to this. So what do you think about? So this evolution that we're talking about tonight's in, instead of just on like a an earthly scale? What about evolution on a galactic scale? Do you think we are related somehow to aliens or uh, something like this? Do You think there's any connection there?
9: Well, all the aliens and everything are involving to or evolving together. Yeah, I mean, that's highly possible. I mean, I'm kind of on, you know, the stories I've heard and the ones I believe and I've weeded out as crap and stuff like that. I kind of believe aliens have been running around back and forth from Earth for a long time. Even You know, there might be some guys like in Men in Black hanging out, you know, pawning diamonds and gold jewelry in a pawn shop, you know, New York City somewhere. I mean, I really think that it's possible that they're there. And if we're all evolving together, that means that we're really probably same way that it is here on earth or not any different than the rest of us you know they probably have their same old bs going on on their planet that's probably why they're here oh let's go to earth it's not anywhere near as bad as it is at alpha centauri let's get the hell out of here the galactic empire is really overreaching things let's go to earth they know nothing you know i just i really think that you know We're probably not any different than they are, really. It's just a matter of, you know, and if we're evolving, I think it'd be like more on a spiritual thing that we would have to be evolving. You know, I think that would be something that would happen universally across the universe. The souls have got to be connected because if you can do the astral projecting thing, that means that your soul has some sort of a connection to a different soul somewhere somewhere really far away no matter what kind of soul that is
4: yeah again uh, what james brought up like you said blow, blow up your mind damn it james uh it, it is like a, so what about the evolution of a soul right that that turns into a my goodness that's a whole nother can of worms that uh, i hadn't even considered but yeah 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 here we are
9: here well we are. and jennifer was saying there's there's the immortal souls and mortal souls and i remember going around when you were kids and you were doing something stupid and the old lady would come out and shake her cane at you and she'd be like god save your mortal souls and i just that was you <laughs> know you god remember god that old Savior. lady you know when yeah. you're riding her bicycle through her pagunas or whatever
4: hell yeah i had one that lived on my street and when i was a kid she was like she, she had her grandkids over all the time and they were young a little bit younger than us and she was always screaming at him and it was like that right like the ice cream truck would come by and they'd be like ice cream ice cream and they'd run out there and she'd come behind him with the money you know and she'd be all pissed off and then they'd be like they'd be like I want the choco choco triple chocolate and she's like no you'll have this or you'll have nothing (laughs) I was like like, whoa (laughs) Uh,
9: everybody gets one of those plastic ice pop things for 10 cents
4: right exactly there's no milkshakes here guys that's that's what was going on pretty much she's like no like you basically get the bland ass popsicle and that's it and me and my brother be out front playing catch and we're like trying not to laugh it's <laughs> like whoa okay well i guess that just happened but uh, what can you do god bless your mortal souls or god w- w- what's the term sorry i messed it up not god that was a
9: that, no you had it no, was yeah god bless your mortal souls okay but, uh, the thing that got me was when jennifer made her comment about mortal and immortal souls right and then it led me back to a conversation that i had you know 100 years ago in a bar somewhere about old souls and weak souls there's old souls that have been around forever and ever and they have been known of a lot of things and then there's weak souls that just you know i consider everybody that calls in and talks on the show and everything else like that and we talk to afterwards and even just the chat they're all really old souls because they come about it with an open mind you know the weak souls are the ones that are just this is the way i don't want to Yeah, yeah,
4: I mean, I I get what you're saying. I don't like to be judgmental in that aspect, right? Like, uh, you know how it's like, it's more more division for me. I understand what you're saying, though. It's a an open mind seems to be more settled, more settled energy. That's for sure. I think we can kind of say that, that uh, meaning we're, we're willing to admit we're wrong. And that's okay, right? Like I say, it, it is our right, by the way, to be wrong. It is, it still is. And so anybody that tells you otherwise, they're full of shit. And that's 100 percent true right now at least in the west at least in this country still don't let anybody take that away from you you have the the ability to believe whatever you want to including religious wise or otherwise or anything right and so that's that and that's what they don't like that's why that's why the powers that be are pissed off at us because uh, they want us to believe right they want us to worship at the church of the technocrats and i reject well, we them. have our I,
9: conversations right? right you know I can't tell you how many times my opinion's been changed back and forth a hundred times in today's show. See? You know? <laughs> damn it. Damn it, James. This is all James's fault. <laughs> but that's good, though, because, I mean, you're open to, you know, why wouldn't you be? There's no reason in why. I mean, I understand that. Maybe you want to be this way or that way. But the thing is, though, is you should at least be respectful and listen to the other ideas. You know i just i don't know i love it i mean i think it's great that it goes up that's why you know especially when it goes 180 and then 180 back and then it does that 370 thing that the snowboarders do yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic thank show
4: thank you very much uh robert on over on rockfin says this uh, how come nobody under hypnotic regression ever remembers a past life as a gray alien past lives are always human and ronald wants to know or is a dog or some other animal uh, other good questions other other maybe juice discussions for another show <laughs> because that's a whole nother can of worms isn't it
9: well it seems we open them up we go through them fast yeah out there fishing for answers and all we got is questions
4: and they just keep coming they just keep coming exactly uh so what are your other thoughts on this my man what else you got
9: i, I I just, I don't know. I mean,
4: what are they making
9: them out of? What are these things, a bio suit? I mean, all the bio stuff that they're doing in the parts and things. What is that? There's got to be some biological material in there. Where do they get it? I'm that was one of the other questions that I had from it. Well, I mean, the scientist thing, was it on, was it on the news show today? Where they were talking about biomechanics and the future of it was the nanoparticles. Yeah. That was the news show.
4: Yeah. There's a mix. So there's a couple things we talked about on the news show last week where they're talking about some sort of, um, hybrid material that will flex to you. So it's, a. Uh, Tight and yet also right, it can be comfortable, meaning that it will, it will kind of bend and expand with you. That's one thing, but then another thing this week that we talked about was Zuckerberg talking about building those suits, those those uh metaverse suits that are like, <laughs> like like. Uh, uh, like like it's it's like a second skin and you wear it over your entire yeah, body. Is it
9: going to pinch your ass when you go on a bar? Hell yeah, it's going to pinch your ass when <laughs> you go on <in> a bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm saying, is that what the suit's going to do? I Maybe.
4: I, th- I think maybe. As as you know, the maybe juice, maybe. But we'll see. Well, I think that's exactly... So see, right? Let's see? What's that made of? Uh, I don't know. They said it's super cheap to make and it's uh, will basically detect... You know how you have, have you ever played any kind of VR anything? Uh, Put the the goggles on the whole thing? Yeah, I put
9: the goggles on and did a couple of the things at the State Fair and stuff.
4: Yeah, so, the, so they have some things where they, you, they put like a controller in your hand, and it basically is a marker of where your hand is at, and that's how they track it. But what this suit does is you put it on your entire body, and so you're, you're tracking every bit of you as you move, right? And so it, it can actually put you into that metaverse, into that space. Man, like as long – literally, think about it. When we talk about base realities and how big this universe is – Well, Zuckerberg wants to make a metaverse larger than that. Think about that. We talk about micro-macro and how things can also be infinitely big and infinitely small. What about infinitely digital?
9: Yeah. Wow, the suit would have to be like one of those sheer things that the kids wear at Halloween. Yeah. that just make them all one color with just a whole bunch of receptors on it, which means you'd have to be standing in the center of something... That could collect a lot of data.
4: No, no. So, when, so you know, uh, some of the video games, when you set up like the VR space, you put up like the sensors up in the corner of the room, like in all four corners of the room. So it's already like kind of
9: like the Wii yeah, sort of. Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. Same sort of thing. So yeah,
9: but you have one in each corner,
4: right? Exactly. So whole whole other conversation that we just uh, kind of stomped into here, but but yeah, it is Sorry. right. No, it's fine. It's fine because that's well, that's, that's
9: where it got me with the aliens. Is that what their suit is? Maybe. I mean, is it someone in it, and that's just what's protecting them? It's like Elon Musk's upgraded version of the spacesuit. I mean, if you were... what would you rather wear? Something that you could actually move in, or this great big clunky thing with stainless steel rings at every joint? You know, he just, how long until he's got one that's just a, you know, sheer, you know, jump into basically body pantyhose.
4: Right, right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You put it over your head. I'm here to rob the Meta Bank. (laughs) (laughs) oh shit there it is Jay and yeah. see like I said
9: I'm, I'm sorry no nah, it's fine
4: it's, again right like uh, we, we do it for the jokes <laughs> we do it for the jokes <laughs> alright alright what else you got my friend what else you got for us tonight
9: I, I could rattle on forever sorry <laughs>
4: it's fine
9: it's like they all blend in together and it's like one of the things that they say all the time it's like now they're starting to become really confusing and like all one idea all of them, you know? The rumor mill about the Greys and Roswell being Russian or German to keep the keywords out of it. Experiments to see how high they could go and all this, that, and the other thing. I mean who came up with that idea? Did but like through religion and everything else like that, did we with the astral projection, did we put ourselves in a position with aliens controlling some of us and leading us down this technology road? So we can make more grays, you know? Jennifer said, how do you make them? Do they reproduce or do they build, you know? It's, it's so many things that I just, I, I'm like you, Mike, I want to know the answers and I think these crazy things in my eye, head, you know, if I come up with, you know, I'm a builder, well, how the hell would I do that, you know? you have to have something biologically to kind of make it out of. I mean, you're not making a body. I mean, you're going to, you're really going to make a bunch of nano machines so the fingers move and the legs move and everything else like that. It would make a lot more sense to, I don't know, take a bioengineer it and grow it in a test tube or something.
4: Right, right, exactly. Uh, and, and again, I, so so many rabbit holes. That kind of uh, that's good. I think it's good, right? Like uh, like conversation shouldn't be one dimensional because that's exactly what they want us to do. They want us to just communicate in, like, simple, blunt terms, and that's Newspeak from 1984, right? They're literally removing nuance from the language so that we can't articulate terms in the sense of a greater multiverse or an inner metaverse, right? They don't want us to have those terms available. That's, uh, that's the whole Newspeak 1984 and that shit, man. And you're right. Like uh, they prefer, right? They, they prefer the conversation being left and right, left and right, blue and red, blue and red. No, screw off. No, thank you. I've checked out. Uh, it's all Kabuki theater and I'm over it. I'm over it. Like, like big deal. So guess what? You're going to vote your guy in or your gal in and guess what's going to happen? They're going to fail. You know why? Because the system is set up for them to fail. I digress. Let's get the hell out of here, Jay. You, you got an outro for us? The J-tro as it were?
9: i do it's a positive note too mike i I tried to look for a decent one today
4: nice all right let me give you a nice little bed of music here to do the thing and uh you're up go right ahead
9: surround yourself with positive thinkers who are not always creating drama choose people who make your day brighter simply by being around them find those whom you admire you are proud to know and who support motivate and encourage you to grow and I just think that's all the people that we've met here and hey, hey, I have no idea who rode that one
4: hey, amen brother it Does, doesn't even matter it's good enough that's that's the, that's the type of stuff we're looking for right like I said there's no need to compete if you got a thing let's talk about it let's, let's get you up there too let's succeed together let's support each other let's inspire each other that's what this is all about that's what this should be about anyway and uh Like I said, uh, just doing my small part, just trying to make sure that, uh, like I said, uh, if you listen to the James podcast, if you haven't listened to that James Salcido, Salcido Paranormal podcast, go do that. I was on there talking about exactly this. He was interviewing me and uh, things come out of me when somebody asks you questions, things come out of you. And I was like, look, I'm under no delusions that we're going to be able to change the world, right? But what if you can inspire the person that inspires, that inspires, that inspires, that inspires the person that changes the world. And by you not talking, you're robbing the world of inspiration. And who knows, maybe down the way, those ripple effects do some good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Thank you, Jay, for being part of the show tonight. Thanks for the fantastic call and the fantastic thoughts. Thank you, everybody else. All the amazing chat, all the amazing calls, all the amazing support. Like I said, this show doesn't exist without you. Promise you, I was ready to quit this whole mf'er not that long ago. But uh, well, we've got momentum, we've got steam, we got a great community, we got great minds coming together, and that's what we do. Anything else, Jay? You're the best, brother.
9: No, just be good, do good. We'll be there. We're making it. It's super. We will make it as the people. There you go. It's not bad.
4: There you go. There you go. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, The way this works is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Always open lines. Always taking your calls. Only one rule. Be respectful. Don't be a dick. That's the only rule. (laughs) It's easy. It's super easy. You just be you. (laughs) You just be you. All right. We're out of here. Thanks again see you guys tomorrow night the bad news is we are done the good news is god willing we have tomorrow and we'll see you at 7 p.m pacific for more troubled minds got some surprises on the way and some things are changing and some other things all kinds of things happening and so boom thanks for listening thanks for being part of this and we're out of here we are out of here as we finish you know the drill be sure be strong be true I missed the first part
9: i'm sorry Mike.
4: that's okay thank you for listening from our trouble minds to yours have a great night actually wait you want to read the first part
9: well I don't know the first part you caught me off guard what part oh. be sure
4: oh be sure be strong, strong be-, be true there you go Yeah. now you know the first part there you go well, uh, well I'll keep I- saying it I'll keep saying it we're good thank you Jay if you guys want to come hang out in the discord uh, lots of folks do that typically after the show come hang out and come say hi troubleminds.org click the discord link Thanks, Jay. Thanks, everybody else. Catch you tomorrow night.